Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in to the big show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast with what is arguably the final episode surrounding content from 2021, Bubba Joe. This is it. Today, we issue our final verdict on December's duality. And who is here to weigh in and provide your feedback to which Scopely does, in fact, listen. Let's hit it with the Talking Trek server sound off. You guys hit it. What's up, Vulcan Death Grip on 14? What's up, Lord Farquaad on 146? LMNOP on 32. Grumpy Old Data Chief on 27. Stradalorian on 6. McNasty on 32. Jayberg on 32. There can only be one on server 38. What's up, the Aardvark on 26? 7 of 9 on European 146. What's up? LA Ravager on 44. Romulan Ale on 9. Stradalorian also on 9. Artificial Intelligence, HAL 9000, joining us from server 11. Thank you, Battle Beast on 44. Sotak on 28. Velvet Thunder from European 137. Callus on 8. Resurrection Hunter on 28. Quackfu, server 31. Ivana Vaughn on European 136. Thank you for being here. F-Body on 34. Jim on the flagship broadcast server. Server 15. What's up? Arius on 40, uh, 140, that is. Young Ducat on 38. Bax on 26. Taff on European 155. Be ready on 8. APAC 196, thank you for being here. James Bond on 35, Raging Ginger, Server 31. What's up, Big Bad Eddie? In the frozen south, hanging out from Server 30. Thank you for being here. I Beglin on 32. Dodo, Dodo, what's up? A new name on European 166. What's up, Jerry Ryan, 146. Devon on 164. Y'all challenging my dyslexia today. Cryo, <laughs> Cryo Phoenix on server 12. Captain Planet 167. Beaver Beaver on 181. Commander Nate on European 162. Rajal Ghul on 138. Virtual Army on 135. And Dorian Goli on server 13. Thank you for being here. Tosh on 169. Next level thinking. Server 8. What's up? Welcome into the show. Tevi Moza on 20. Battle Beast, Server 44, thank you. Gopher from 130. Andika on 136. Air 404, Server 11. In the house, Andar on 163. And 129 additional messages uh, in our chat on this, the afternoon of a European-friendly show here. Uh, (laughs) I've been trying to do better, Bubba Joe, but you know, then there's players like you out on the West coast where it's literally lunchtime. It's noon Eastern, uh, sorry, noon Pacific for you, Bubba Joe. So you are, I suppose, getting ready to chow down on like six leaves of lettuce and like a a half ounce of nuts, right? That that is certainly not what my lunch was. No, not today. Okay. Uh, What is what is Bubba Joe having for lunch today? Uh, Let me guess. Hold on. Hold on. I want to guess. I want to guess some homemade biscuits, collard greens, and squirrel gravy. (laughs) No. No. Okay. (laughs) That would be if I lived a little south. Um, Squirrel gravy is not good. Who said that? Karkin? <laughs> you just got to get the right spices, you know? Oh, man. I I have had squirrel gravy like twice in my life, and I'm clearly not making it right. <laughs> because oh, it's so greasy. It's so greasy. Ugh. I mean, like, you, you, could, you could take, 
if you made like, let's say you made a, a half gallon of gravy, Bubba Joe, you could easily take half of that, like a quart, and it would be grease and just get it out of it. Squirrel gravy. Uh, yes, welcome into the stage, Bubba Joe. How are you today? Okay, real true talk now. What are you actually having for lunch since I hypothesized so way wrong <laughs> i had uh i had uh, a brisket sandwich uh pickles and cheese barbecue sauce uh little uh horseradish on, to go with it pickles and cheese is that like a, a thing that goes together or do you just have like you know a pickle spear and then like you know a block of cheese no i it, it was a brisket sandwich that had pickles and cheese and horseradish and barbecue sauce Pickles and cheese. You know, I'm going to go with uh, squirrel gravy. Might actually you, sound better than that. I, I don't, hang on, hang on a second. Are you telling <laughs> you me pickles on your cheese sandwiches? You don't have no, 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 no. It was a brisket sandwich. Brisket, or whatever. <laughs> cheese on your sandwich with a pickle. Are you telling you, me you, you don't have pickles on your hamburger? Are you telling me that they're your cheeseburger? You've never had pickles on your cheeseburger? Yeah, of course, uh, absolutely. Okay. I have, but but I don't. I mean, I. You know what? Listen, I'm just I'm uncultured swine, Bubba Joe. It's okay. I, if I if I put if I decided to have a brisket sandwich and and put some pickle on it, then you know, cool. You know what? I do like pickle with. All right, and my entire family thinks I'm absolutely crazy. Oh my god! Funny story, Bubba Joe. When my children were much younger, Landon and Noah, when they were much younger, I kid you not, people tell me that I am not like the world's worst father. I I don't. I have unconventional punishment, all right? Like, you know, sometimes, because listen, sometimes taking away the devices, you know, taking away screen time or whatever, it didn't seem to have a huge impact, right? Like, if they didn't do the chores or they didn't listen or, or Landon, when he was much younger, he had like a severe aversion to telling the truth, all right? Like, he just lied. I mean, it didn't matter what it was, all right? Like, are you breathing right now? No. Like, they, they, that's how much <laughs> it was, okay? So. Uh, my my preferred form of punishment was making them eat a peanut butter and pickle sandwich, like that was that was the punishment. That was worse than spanking their backside. That was worse than taking their devices. That was worse. And see, I like it. I love it. Okay, peanut butter and pickle is delicious for me, but nobody else in my family likes it. So when the boys, they would always talk about how gross it looked, how nasty it smelled. So, as punishment, uh, I would make them eat a peanut butter and pickle sandwich. Like, it was better than washing their mouth out with soap, okay? Better than soap, yep. <laughs> it was better than washing their mouth out with soap. They literally, it was the best deterrent towards behavior. And, and I, seriously, I wouldn't let them do a thing. They sat at the table. They eat the sandwich. Like, that was the punishment. It worked better than anything else. All right, Jonathan Ingram says, and that's when CPS was called. You know what? Listen, I I ain't beating my kids. I didn't beat them. I didn't take a belt. You listen, when we were kids, all right, listen, who, Elro says that's cold as ice. Who, when you were a kid, it's only a, who, when you were a kid, had to go out and cut your own switch? Okay, seriously, when I was a kid, if my dad would get upset at me, if I was in trouble, I had to go outside cut my own switch, bring it in so that my parents could beat me with it, okay? <laughs> like that, that was it. So when you went out, and, and you know what? Listen, there was a science to, to picking a switch, all right? You couldn't pick a dead one because if it broke on you, then I had to go get another one, all right? So if, if, if he hit me with it and, it and it broke, I'd have to go get another one, all right? So, but then you didn't want the super tiny ones, Bubba, because they were like, they were like whips, 
right? They would just wrap around your back. So like <laughs> it was like getting hit by, by like an actual leather whip. So you, you had to pick just the right one, just the right size. Uh, <laughs> not, not in a million years would you have said, hey, what subjects are we going to talk about at the beginning of Talking Trek today? Talking about how the to... The science of picking the appropriate switch when you were a kid would not have been one of the topics. There's a very simple solution to that problem. Which you just was? don't do it. You just don't do it. Oh, that was not an option, sir. That, that was... It's always an option. No, that was not an option in my house, okay? <laughs> like, I went to get the switch, or there would be even bigger hell to pay. Uh, so, <laughs> Captain Planet says that's an option. On the other hand, Hal 9000 says, yes, that would lead to death, as it would have in the DJ household, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> LMNOP has a much kinder approach. When my 12-year-old and 6-year-old are mean to each other, I make them hug each other and say nice things about each other. I've actually seen that. I've seen that work, too, where you, you sit them down and they, and they have to name, like, three things that they love about each other. Right, like yeah, I've actually heard that too. So, oh my goodness gracious! Uh, funny, funny stuff here today. Good afternoon, I mean, everybody. I can, I can say whatever the, my parents tried to do, it didn't work because I didn't care. Well, you were a criminal, all right. Like, uh, <laughs> no, but you know what? You were a good kid. You told me that you were a pretty decent kid. Like, it was once you got into high school, you started engaging in all the illegal activities. Correct? Allegedly, sorry, allegedly illegal activities. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't know how old I was. I think I don't know. It was like I was like four years old when I started my uh, my criminal career. Uh, I mean, the, plenty of things happened when I was very young that are also not. <laughs> my, my parents were not happy. Uh, listen, I don't know how many I don't know how many parents out there are actually happy with the overall behavior of their four year old. Okay, let, let's just be let's just be straight up honest. Okay, I mean, w w one time uh, our entire house was flooded. Oh no. All right, was it natural and phenomenon or was this no, no, caused it was by me. Ripper? It was <laughs> It was totally <laughs> Ripper. Uh, and and just out of curiosity. Like literally every floor, everything was mm, How did you do this? May I ask? I mean, you know, you have um sinks and stuff. You can, you know, a sink. You have sinks? Uh, well, well, we have multiple <laughs> and then we have, you know, bathtubs and stuff. You can uh -huh. you can just let keep them running and the... He pulled the jailhouse trick where you, you plug, <laughs> you, can, plug you, can, you can very easily block the exit, you know, and then just they overflow. See, okay, now if I if I'm being completely put you in honest, solitary for that. We, we do need to get back on topic here. But if I'm being straight up honest, Bubba <laughs> Joe, I I kind of got to be honest with you. Like to me, that does not sound like the worst thing that a four year old could do. To, to be, be, be perfectly no, free, that's not the worst thing that a so, kid could do. So on top of that, while I was doing that, my parents were outside working in the backyard the entire day. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the day, they come in and the you know entire what? house flooded. That's on them. All right. That, parental, supervi <laughs> parental supervision, everybody. All right. Par <laughs> oh, you got to watch your kids. You, you know, as a kid, I was missing for like... Eight hours a day sometimes. <laughs> just happened. You know, Ripper's like, like this one time when I was gone. six years old, I went on the lamb, Bubba Joe. I was gone for twelve weeks. All right. Not even the government could find me. Uh <laughs> it's phenomenal. You know what? We need to have uh at, at some point, we just need to come up with uh may maybe this would be an appropriate topic for gooey and floggy raw. 
uh, is just all the shenanigans that Ripper got into when, when he was a young person. See, I'm with Tavi Moza, all right? Flooding the house, uh, not the worst thing, says Obsession. I mean, listen, obviously, but, but water can clean oh, up. think of the water damage. Oh, the moisture and mold. Oh. <laughs> oh. On the other hand, Tavi Moza says, listen, there are worse things. Burning it to the ground would actually be worse. I would agree with that one. Okay, burning that, it to the ground. That's true. I mean, to be fair, it, it's fascinating how, how well the water flows down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Ripper you, was just stuttering hydrodynamics, that's all. That's right. He was learning physics at a very early age. Ladies and gentlemen. Remember, that was, what, that was one day out of my. <laughs> <laughs> that was only one day. Did you only flood the house just one day, though, or was there, was there ever a repeat incident? No, that that only happened one. See, one you learned time. your lesson. What were the ramifications? Another time, another time, me and my brother caused a fire in my room. <laughs> See, now we're getting into the the things you don't come back from. Okay, like then now we're getting into the burning the house down thing. We'll have to talk about it this. Didn't burn down. That's good. The big bad Ed said I set my house on my, fire my, one time my too. My parents reacted well. Well, that's nice. And further, Bubba Joe. We just learned something else about Criminal Ripper. He does indeed have a brother. Younger or older? Younger. Younger. See, that's that's a bad combination. Not right anymore. There. He was lost in a tragic house fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. No, uh, that's he, good. He only lost one limb. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, to accompany our first segment this morning, uh, it would be only fitting to segue into Talking Trek's Stupid News. Stupid, Stupid News! news! Wait, we weren't already doing the stupid news? I feel like we definitely were. I feel like we were well into the stupid news segment already. <laughs> we were there. Uh, absolutely. Speaking of fires, CNN is being torched for only now reporting that people who are overweight or obese are at a much higher risk of much more severe disease and even death from COVID-19. CNN denies that they were late to the party and is instead encouraging viewers to tune into their newest breaking discovery about the sky turning blue. Uh, that is happening on your local cable news network. According to reports, Pennsylvania is in the news and has become the latest location where flights filled with illegal immigrants, Bubba Joe, are being flown in under the cover of darkness. These flights are filled with so many sketchy characters that pretty soon they're going to start calling them Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to get sued by them one day. One day it's going to happen. Uh, I make so much fun of them. Why? Why are they so bad? Bubba Joe, have you ever flown Spirit I have, I have to. Not. I have to imagine that that the only reason that people talk so badly about them is that they must just be like the great value brand of airlines. Like, and and that's saying something because I like great value stuff. Like, I like the Walmart generic on some things. There's some things you can't do generics on, Bubba Joe. Peanut butter is one. Okay, mayonnaise. That's another. Real quick, let's go around the horn. Ripper, what is something you can't? You can't cheap out on with a generic. Toilet what? paper, says Aaron. Uh, Aaron. Toilet paper, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, toilet paper cannot cheap out on a generic uh, uh, non-name brand toilet paper. I, I don't know. Uh, I would say it's cheese. That's for me. <laughs> that's actually very true. I, I, Dr. Pepper. I do not like American cheese. I don't. You know, have, have I ever told... I'm pretty sure I've told this to you guys before. Did you know... 
that American cheese, like the Velveeta slices, whatever, if you go buy it, that it is cheese product. If you buy a block of Velveeta, like a, like a one pound or a two pound block, you know it's called Velveeta uh, cheese loaf, Bubba Joe? It's called cheese loaf. It's disgusting. That's right. <laughs> That's right, Captain Planet. American cheese. Now... Only 37% plastic. You got it. Uh, that's that's also news. Ontario Karkin is in the news and uh, sadly has begun initiating lockdowns yet again as schools, gyms, yep. and indoor dining are all closing again due to the latest variants of COVID-19. But thank goodness, Karkin, what I hear is that the fast food restaurants are still open so everyone can stay healthy. Uh, that <laughs> That's going on up there. You Are you staying safe? Are you literally on, like, home confinement lockdown, Karkin? Well, I, that's my general state of life, <laughs> but yeah, quarantine is... <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, thoughts, we're back uh, in it. thoughts uh, to those, our northern neighbors up in Canada, you guys stay safe up there. Arian, you up there as well, you all stay safe. A uh, group of beekeepers in Chile, V-Ready, were... A, V-Ready! What's up, man? You haven't been here in ages. What's up? Welcome back to the show. A group of beekeepers in Chile were arrested after trying to bring awareness to climate issues, Bubba Joe, by releasing 10,000 bees on a city street. Uh, <laughs> that's what they did. It's the angriest bees uh, I've seen since the Free Britney campaign. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, the, no, the goal... That's <laughs> terrible. The goal was to educate lawmakers about how changes in climate are killing the bees. But for some reason, some reason, I don't know why, instead of getting educated, everyone just ran away. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Bubba Joe, uh... Climate change, killing bees, so the answer is to release 10,000 bees on a city street where no doubt they were probably poisoned, gassed, killed, squished, swatted at, and otherwise also losing their life. The point could have could have been lost in all that, possibly. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, a judge has author a, uh, authorized... Uh, let's see if I can get this name right. I've never been able to pronounce this name. Ghislaine Maxwell. Did I say that right? A judge has authorized Ghislaine Maxwell to get her COVID booster shot, Bubba Joe. Unfortunately for her, uh, boosters are not offering protection currently against the noose variant. <laughs> there, <laughs> there, is, there is one more dangerous strain out there, Bubba Joe. The noose variant. Watch out. <laughs> it's terrible. Tristan Thomas confirmed via Instagram that he, in fact, fathered a baby boy with Marilee Nichols, this basketball player. Had no problem scoring, did he, Bubba Joe? Uh, the, the only issue is I'm not referring to on the court. Uh, Thompson is now apologizing to his girlfriend uh, at the time, Chloe Kardashian, for fathering a child with another woman, which means now we've reached an unbelievable point, ladies and gentlemen, where Pete Davidson is somehow not the most unlikable Kardashian boyfriend. I'm not exactly sure how that happened, but here we are. Pete Davidson uh, is now no longer the least liked Kardashian boyfriend, Bubba Joe. I'm sure that this is news to you and that uh, you are very uh, glad to know and, uh, you know, glad to know that Thompson was indeed the father. We, we went on to Mari. Tristan Thomas. Thompson. You are the father. Uh, anyway, so that was that's happening. I was very concerned. <laughs> glad I could put your life at ease uh ladies and gentlemen welcome into the show my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek live star trek fleet command's official podcast and uh here we are 20 minutes in uh from cheese to flooding your house to air uh, hydrodynamics down a flight of stairs 
uh, to Tristan Thompson fathering an illegitimate child. Welcome into a Star Trek Fleet Command podcast. Uh, Bubba Joe, we, we do, in fact, have a few things to do today, and I want to jump right in. Time is tight. Time is limited, thus our early show time today. Appreciate everybody being here. Jesse is here. Super Jesse is here, Karkin. Uh, Vita is on our stage for the first time. Vita, welcome back, my friend. Vita of Vita's Bot. Yeah, I'm around. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's so good to hear your voice. How are you, my friend? You doing well? Uh, Yeah, I'm doing well. I got a job, so spending more time in real life. Haven't touched the game. What's real life? Ever since. Yeah, real life. I mean, you're you're probably six to eight months out of the game by now. Is that am am I accurate in that? It might even be longer. Uh, yeah, something around that. Yeah. He is beating the addiction, Bubba Joe. Now listen, he's. You are free. You are free. free. Why are you here? Why are you here, Vita? You're going to get sucked back in because all we're going to do today, Vita, is tell you how awesome December was. Okay? That is... That's what we're going to do well, today. I need to leave. <laughs> we're going to talk about how amazing December was, and Vita is not going to have a choice but to rejoin the game. Uh, so, you know, hey, listen, uh, spoiler alert here, Vita. If you uh, If you do want to truly maintain your distance from this game keep listening bubba joe is here (laughs) (laughs) well let's put it this way i did read the announcements so uh yeah i know what's been going on for a while so you've just been lurking uh, you've been lurking yeah but i haven't uh i haven't touched the game Uh, i i think i uh, still need to charge the battery on the yoga so i haven't (laughs) even touched that one uh for all the time let me ask you uh, real quick, if, if you don't mind. Do you still have the app on your device? Uh, yeah, I haven't touched the uh, I haven't touched the yoga yet, so the app is still on the device, but it hasn't been updated ever since. Oh my gosh! I wonder what the last time. What's your ops level? Do you even remember? Mm, uh, no, I don't even remember. <laughs> that's a that's good. That's good, Vita. Good for you. All right. Stay strong, my brother. Stay strong. Bubba Joe, December has come and gone, and uh, we did briefly touch on it uh, during our last show as we were kind of going over 2021 in review. I actually thought, you know, Bubba, we missed an opportunity on the last show. How many of you guys remember senior superlatives? Uh, We really missed an opportunity on the last show to kind of name out some best ofs of the entire year. I was listening back to that show and I'm like, you know, we even got to it towards the end and I was thinking, oh, you know, okay, we kind of did do the best PVP officer, the best PVE and best utility officer, but there were so many more superlatives that we could have granted uh, on that show. Uh, I kind of feel like we missed an opportunity. Maybe we could, we could dive in. If we find any best ofs here in the month of December, then we can indeed title it. We can crown it the best of 2021. We shall see. If that happens, as we move th- through our topics here today, uh, V-Ready is joining us from India. Appreciate you being here as well. This is a highly listened to show, as even currently 386 people are tuned in to our live studio audience. Thank you guys so very, very much. Appreciate you guys all being here, and welcome in to the thousands more listening in podcast form across all platforms, including iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Alexa, Podbean, and so many others. Bubba Joe, uh, let's begin today uh, with probably, and I know, I know that I am in the minority on this. It is not a secret to me. 
Uh, I have been fielding comments and questions uh, and and call-outs to my position on this event all month long, Bubba Joe. It is no secret to me that I am certainly a villain of the galaxy when it comes to turf wars. Uh, Bubba, I'm going to give you the first word. Uh, I don't feel like I need to debate you a whole lot. I think we've done that uh, two or three times this month. Um, but I would like to hear your synopsis and, uh, and, and we can move on just, a you know, a little bit of a touch on this event, Turf Wars. It happened twice. It ran a total of 14 out of 20 days with actually one of those days being a run over, uh, one day beyond the end of the arc. Bubba Joe, it left territory maps disheveled. Uh, it left smaller alliances without a home. Uh, albeit maybe temporarily, maybe not so temporary. Uh, It did, in fact, stimulate activity. Whether or not that activity was healthy was the debatable topic. Bubba Joe, Turf Wars, and how are you feeling about that? Well, uh, you know, nothing has really changed since we last had a chance to discuss this. I I feel that Turf Wars, uh, it was encouraging... Uh, I, I like the way you put it, activity. It, I don't like the term movement because there's obviously a way to move that is encouraged and allowed in territory capture. You have to be connected. You start with a tier one, you move to a tier two and et cetera, uh, which was not happening with this event. It was This event was definitely encouraging people to, and I believe that there was a, a moderator who uh, dubbed it uh, hop and drop. Um, and uh, that was definitely the way to to really score well in this event. Um, and I, you know, as you're, you're, you, as you pointed out, I mean, it left the territory, some territory maps, you know, a uh, third or more empty um, when uh, at the end of the event. And that's, you know, that's discouraging, right? Because now we've, the people that were displaced, they can't do the refining of the particles and the refining of the isogen at the rate that they could while they have the territory because they don't have the abilities to activate. Uh, so I was I was not very happy with the event from after seeing how it unfolded, but I was also at the beginning not very happy with the event with the rewards that were being offered. Like the rewards, if I'm going to try and get my alliance to displace themselves to move around the map and try and do a bunch of takeovers... I would expect a larger a larger basis of rewards, even though, as was in the first case, this is the biggest number of things that Scopely has ever put in an event before. It still fell short of what I would expect an event that's going to run for a week long, where you're going to have to disrupt a lot of what you're doing as it relates to territory. The event still fell short of what I th- felt they needed to be. I want to ask just a couple of questions to the community and to you, Bubba, and, and Ripper and Karkin as well. Uh, a, a couple of questions. One, we have often spoke about um, a, a map reset, Bubba Joe. We've talked about one of the better ways that we feel Scopely could, could revitalize territory captures with a regular or a scheduled reset of the map. Now, a lot of players have said that their maps are empty. A lot of players have said that their maps are are very different than what they were. Bubba, is this possibly a more creative and a more engaging way to accomplish just that? Instead of just flipping a switch and resetting territory, would it not be better to, in fact, have an event that would 
end up apparently having maybe the same results, in this case maybe even better rewards than just a simple reset? Well, I think you I, – I, I, I don't think that that's – I'm not certain that that actually happened. I would have to. I, I would love to see some people post some maps saying, "Hey, we started here, we ended here. This is where we're going to st- stick around for a while, or we did this." That hasn't been what I've seen. For the most part, what I've seen, and I think yours was maybe a little different. You guys ended up in a slightly different position, but even the ones where they were employing this hop and drop, the alliances kind of settled back into the position where they wanted to be in the first place because they've deemed it to be ideal either in terms of abilities or particles or whatever. Let me um, let me ask this question. Uh when the services were changed in the in the advanced services in the tier 3 territories when they were changed was there at that time any movement of the map? For example, if you had uh, the advanced service for repair speed efficiency or repair cost efficiency, rather. And that was something that you wanted, something that you valued. Uh, did you chase after that when it moved? Like, did, did any servers out there really have any kind of movement? Because the, the reason I asked this question, Bubba Joe, is we've talked about rotation of particles, rotation of services. We have argued that that it's not the particles as much as it is the services these days because it's been out for over a year and particles now seem to be somewhat abundant. So the benefit then of holding a territory would in fact be the services. Is this accurate? I think or, so, or is it I still particles? Is, I think it's I, services and particles. I think it's both. So when the services were changed... Go, go ahead, Ripper. Go ahead. On my server... The map right now is identical to what it was before the services were changed. So services don't matter, then, is what we're saying. To, to alliances who said neither, rotate neither services... services... nor the turf wars, nor anything mattered on my server anyways. So why, then? Let, let's Can we break I mean, we this have, down? We why? have oil particles, and that's just what we want, so we are not inclined to move at all. And the services, I personally don't really care either way. I mean, certainly there's got to be some, some services, services that are better than others. I mean, obviously there are some that are okay. There are others that are better. There are some that are just downright strong. But when those services were introduced, how come there was not movement on those services? I mean, that's kind of counterintuitive. We've been begging for service rotation, and it did, and, and then it happened, and nobody moved. So then Well, maybe, there was when – sorry. When there was the um, – when it did change, they added the secondary one for that one period, right? We had two buffs going at one time, and then it changed over fully. It may be that people were, oh, they also didn't, not nec- they also increased them. Like, they got that huge buff to them for the secondary advanced one. So maybe they were just happy with what they had for the moment. Like, with the change, you know? Well, but Something I mean, it's new. been, it's it been a month. It's been over a month. Know. We moved, so I don't know what... Well, and that's what I was going to say. You know, somebody, oh, I, uh, I saw so. Jonathan Ingram. Hang on one second, Ripper. I saw Jonathan Ingram in the chat uh, who had said uh, this statement, which I can vouch for. Server 15 still does have some empty territories, and that's correct. However, all right, this is, is and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't believe that I am, but I am not sure that anybody still holds the same territories that they did a month ago. 
All right. Uh, for example, uh, Jonathan Ingram, your ter- your territory is now over Nearheimer and kind of that middle swatch there. Jag, who had the same five territories for close to a year, is now in a totally different region. Uh, my Alliance uh, ad- abandoned everything in week one, Bubba Joe, and we now own five totally new territories. Uh, on our map is my old territories. We yeah. didn't clean those nodes, by the way. So, <laughs> wait, you didn't disinfect everything before we moved in? Uh, no, God, you we, got you guys better take care of that. We're gonna have to quarantine. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've got I've got two. Cunt. I think I've got two of Karkin's territories of, of his previous territories. There are no alliances still in their pre-existing location and so this this is my experience Bubba Joe this is why I am just so bumfuzzled by some other servers that say we didn't change a thing Ripper just said it nothing changed at all it's mind-boggling to me Ripper go ahead no, with I your ca- comment I kind of get it so I I think so Anything but the advanced service is kind of useless still. And the the ability to keep the advanced service up long term is kind of questionable. Mm-hmm. I would assume. So, you know, if that's already questionable, why why attempt to make an expensive move? Because it is expensive, you know, just in, in terms of, you know, you probably have to fight, so that costs the resources. And then, you know, there's also, like, the polit- political landscape on your server, you know. I, I think causes whatever. It doesn't really, eh. I'd, I'd be shocked by any... I mean, during, any... during Turf Wars, we dropped all our territories and just recaptured them to gain more points, and we didn't have any problems with cause, so we could just easily move around if we wanted to. I, I would be curious how many alliances who, who were... Uh, their top alliances, Bubba Joe. Like, how many how many alliances that previously held a tier three has any issue with cores? Now, now my my alliance is a large alliance. You know, big country uh, is not here at the moment, but but my alliance is large, and we do have a fair number of spenders. Okay, I'm, I can't I can't ever deny that. We are sitting on four point one million cores. All right. We don't have nearly that many because in my lands we do have some spenders, me included, but we don't buy those territory packs at all. So I, I can only um, assume that they must have. I've never bought the territory pack, but that's the only way you get four million I mean, if cores. You have, if you have four million, <laughs> that's the um, only way you get four million cores because we're not refining them. I at think, least I, I hope think not. The territory pack is the only way to buy um, ISO motion. So some people probably have bought quite a few. I recall a time when your guys' alliance name was Stop Refining Cores. Yeah, because people were still doing it. People were still oh, refining we, cores. We, we, have we also have that problem. Some people just, for some reason, refine cores, and we don't know why. We keep <laughs> repeating. It is a don't mystery. Refine cores. We don't need them. It's a mystery, folks. Uh, how? How? Why still refine cores? You I know, think it has something to do with the order of the things in the refinery. Honestly, it's so very people don't uh, look. Very interesting, uh, even on my server, and I actually just now noticed this, uh, Jonathan Ingram, that Tholus Alpha, the Tier 3 zone in the dead center of the map, is still unclaimed. This is probably, Bubba Joe, fallout from the, uh, from the second week of Turf Wars, the second run. 
uh, if indeed there was movement. That was the week that I was not in the game. I was very absent from the game the week of Christmas, but there is a Tier 3 zone right smack dab in the middle of the map that's not claimed. Uh, Jonathan Ingram's Athenians uh, are adjacent, have an opportunity at it. Uh, Wicked Witches, uh, RVNC, the Ravenclaw group, they've got an opportunity at it. They're, conju- uh, they're uh, adjacent. Um, Boko on our map uh, has an opportunity, as do the Daleks. Uh, have an opportunity to to move up and potentially take that as of now unclaimed uh, t- uh, tier three territory. Now we were talking about services a moment ago. Taking a look at those services, mining enhancer. Now somebody in the chat says, "Well, the Tholus uh, buffs suck." I, I don't know. It, I remember Bubba Joe when when territories first launch, the mining enhancers were up at Makala. All right, the dead center north of the map. And that was a hotly contested territory. That one and Nierheimer. uh, You got to remember, a year ago was prior to any of the cost reductions and repair costs, especially for G4 ships. So Nierheimer was hotly contested. Uh, Makala was hotly contested. And uh, and that was the mining buff. And now Tholus has that mining buff, and it does not appear to be a priority. I got to be honest with you. I would still appreciate the mining buff. I know I've said before, I don't like to mine. Ripper, you don't like to mine. Bubba Joe, you like mining. But here's the thing. Even if you like mining, all right, or even if you don't like mining, if you don't like it, anything that makes it faster gets it over with quicker. And if you do like mining, right, Bubba Joe, you just get more Mm -hmm. or you can be more competitive. Why is that territory on our map, why is that one unclaimed? When those services moved, it would seem to me that, that alliances kind of scheduling thing. It could be like last Saturday, there was no two star. No one had a two star that was connected to it. That was or just they didn't. I don't know. Certainly possible. Want to drop it? They had to. Certainly possible, but this isn't just a side effect of turf wars, is it? The service rotation occurred over thirty days ago. And and we have Correct. been screaming about service rotation, Bubba Joe. If the majority of servers out there have maps that did not change, then service rotation also didn't matter. So, does a map reset even matter? I mean, if it's not about particles and it's not about services, then what's it about? Well, particles are a service, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I can, I can get behind that. That's fine. So, we'll, we'll summarize it all with services. But nonetheless, if that is what the community wanted. And there's been zero movement as a result. Is that what the community really wanted? Ripper, well, so why 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 has Ripper's server not moved? I mean, he talked about the cost of it, okay? Cuz PC fighting isn't fun. I also mentioned, you know, the political landscape on your specific server, which may, you know may complicate things. The political landscape on a server, I can get behind that as well, but that has nothing to do with game design or mechanics. That is player-driven. That's true, but, you know, that's one of the reasons why no movement happened as well. That's one contributing factor to it. Mm. I mean, I kind of have to wonder if Turf Wars Bubba Joe could have been an experiment. I mean, clearly, I I think that it was. I think that they've been experimenting with this for the last two to three months. I, I don't think, Bubba Joe, we've had some type of territory event for the for the duration of duality. 
uh, in the first month, it didn't really work. It, it was the drop and retake, which did not stimulate any activity, as you say. Then, uh, oh. then, then we had this this revision of turf wars, which did in fact get some people to move. But what what is the actual answer? Well, I think that, and I've seen a couple of people kind of hit on this in chat, uh, and uh, it may have been uh, uh, Soggy that said this. I, I couldn't recognize the voice, but I think that you know one of the things is is that if you decide that you're going to move and that we're going to have a fight, and then the fight ends up being not fun, right? Why go through the effort of trying to go into a territory and take it over? And have to have, you know, this large scale fight that ends up lagging out. And I think that most players are just so defeated by the fact that if I wanted to go and be forceful and, and I get it, you know, some people have worked their way around it. They do one V one, that sort of thing. But, you know, the lag has definitely beaten people down to say the territory is not worth investing in because even if I wanted to go force my way into somewhere, the lag just makes it unfun. No well, lag certainly. And I exists. think that's a, and I think that's a real thing. I think that's a real, I mean, you know, and, and one of the things that I've said for a while is that, you know, we can't have territory capture events until you address the lag. And granted we had this event and the rewards were lots of different things, but people didn't want to engage in these large scale fights because they were going to get bogged down. And I think that's a I think that's still a major major problem. I absolutely do not disagree that that it is a problem, that it is a continuing problem. Um but but I've also offered the helpful or not so helpful tip here on this show that by limiting the number of players, you actually get a playable experience. Okay? And and I don't mean you know, I'm not trying to push any politics. Don't take it that way. I'm just, and I'm not trying to push any mentality. I'm not passing judgment. I, I, I don't honestly care how this plays out on your server. Um, I, I want it to be enjoyable for players, and and therefore I may offer the suggestion that that your server's leadership council or your top alliances consider trying it. Listen, we have now proven that it's not about services. We have now proven that it's not about map resets. We've now proven that it's not about the particles, all right, to, to large degrees, all right? We've also now proven, Bubba Joe, that it's not about the rewards. So, well, hang on. <laughs> if re, listen, if oh. rewards were magnificent, then players might have gotten up to move, okay? I'm not saying that they weren't important. I'm saying that Scopely has run this variation of this event now four times four so let me so let me let me let me just i want to spend just a minute addressing this and I, and and we probably need to move on but not too long much longer because we could talk about these events for a long time if you're going to ask alliances to disrupt their current plans an entire alliance it's different then if I want to go spend a day grinding and getting points in Crucible of War or grinding for points or building ships for facts, that's something I choose to do. But if we're going to ask an entire alliance of people 
to disrupt what they're doing. It's not like an alliance leaderboard where you're all doing domination or an alliance leaderboard where you're all killing ships or doing armadas. This is something that's going to disrupt the way you currently play the game. The minimum level of rewards, the minimum, and it should be much higher than this, the minimum level of rewards is what is the duration of the disruption? Here is your full compensation if you did nothing. Here is a week's worth of particles. Here is a week's worth of ISO emulsion refinement. Here is a week's worth of, of, uh, um, uh, of a research bump for exocomps to compensate. Here is, a, here is that week's worth of stuff that you are giving up, and we're going to throw some RSS and materials on top of that. Now go fight for this. But since they started with like four days, I think, three or four days as the top reward, it's like, well... Like the reward isn't even something that's going to get me to motivated to want to give up what I have because I'm not even getting back what I get by just staying put. I, I get that. <clears throat> I totally understand that. And and mathematically, you're probably 100% right. I, I didn't math it out uh, because, you know, and, and I know this sounds kind of hypocritical coming from me because I math a lot of things out, Bubba. But but I have also said, and and there is precedent for this, I've said that when I enjoy an event, I'll play in it regardless of cost, right? If there's a PvP event, if there's a Rescue the Crew event, I typically do go into the hole on those because I enjoy playing in that event. Now, that's a solo event. It's my decision to make. I don't have to impact 75 other players on my team by making that decision. So I get that. I understand that there's a team element here. I, I just am, am saying that sometimes... Sometimes it, it, the rewards, it, listen, it can be a mathematical qu equation for you. If rewards are good enough, then we play. If not, we don't. And we've said that a million times on this show as well. But yep. I believe that the reason that some servers, and it wasn't just 15, I mean, it wasn't a, it certainly wasn't a majority. There was a handful. I probably got documentation on maybe six or eight servers that, that I have personally spoken to that did somewhat enjoy the Turf Wars event, okay, as as a general server, as in, like, you know, more than a few dozen people from, from various alliances coming and saying, hey, we had we had a decent time with this. There There is, you know, obviously just the element of fun, right? And and I just kind of going back to what I was, I was starting to say a moment ago, it, it can be more fun through a player-controlled, uh, through a player-controlled metric. Okay, and and I again, please don't take this. I, I know I've made my personal opinion clear on on you know kingmaker alliances and and conglomerations and and all this stuff. And I and I get it. I'm not here to to tell anybody how they should be playing or any of that. I'm just simply saying. And by the way, I did see in the chat, you know, uh, you go one v one, there won't be any lag. That's not true either. There will be lag. Okay, but it's not choking lag. It's not break the game lag. I mean, Karkin, our team and your team fought. There was lag present, but... It builds up. Yeah, you eventually get it, but... There was yeah. lag. There was lag, but it was playable. And I know, Bubba Joe, the first thing that comes to my mind when I say that is we shouldn't be determining the, the merit of an event based on its functional playability. <laughs> it should be a right. good experience. It yeah. should be a good experience. You will never hear me argue against that. Okay, Scopely, if you should take anything from this, it is that the engineering problems that surround territory capture continue to dissuade your community from engaging. You want this to be an amazing feature. 
you have got to solve the engineering problems. That said, community, there are ways for you to improve the scenario yourselves as well. Depends on how bad you want that improvement. Go ahead, Ripper. No, I just said, you know, just 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 fix the lag. It's it's simple. We say it's simple, Ripper. You know, I just don't I don't know how simple it could be if it's been over a year now. I mean, let me ask you, Ripper, you have fixed a lot of things for Scopely. All right. You fixed a lot of things without them even having uh, asking. You know, you you've come in and solved problems without that are still not fixed in the regular client. But yes, right. Some things you're correct. Let me ask you, is this anything that you can actually see? This is beyond the client, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Is this something that that you feel that you could confidently mitigate to make this uh, a positive and, and perfect play experience? No, as far as I know, it's it's silver related. This is deep, guys, and and probably yeah, why, Bubba Joe, no, it's gone over no, a year. No, that doesn't. That just means it's it's the the side that I cannot control and cannot see in detail. But I've worked with enough enough systems in in my career. There is a way to fix it. I know it. Oh well, obviously there has and to be a way to a fix way, it. Of course, uh, and. And and you know we, we have been at this for like over a year now at this point. There's there is in my opinion absolutely no excuse that it still hasn't noticed like significantly improved at least. And I I agree with that a hundred percent. We've said and it a I'm, million I'm times. I'm fairly confident if if I were to sit on it one to two months and it would be significantly improved. Hear that scopes. Challenge issued. Okay. Let's, let's, I mean, come on. Come on, guys. But even if lag was done, the event was still go sit there and no one's fighting because you just get points for joining. I would have much rather have seen points to the event get given for the points you earn in the territory. That would have made a lot, made it a lot more fun. I think. I agree. Um, I Ripper, I, I don't know how much I should comment on that. Should should I address that comment? Because I don't know that that's ever really been discussed very publicly. Well, but wait, I wasn't listening. I'm, I'm so his sorry. His point was that additional scoring metrics should have been introduced into the event, including the score in which you. Uh, obtained during a takeover, which it, you are witness to. It's exactly the oh, yeah. same suggestion that I made. All right. Uh, co couldn't make it work. Okay, since Ripper said it first. I, it's, it's essentially. <laughs> since Ripper uh, said it first, I'll, I'll go ahead and break it out to you folks. That is currently not, for whatever reason, don't ask me. Maybe Ripper could tell you. I don't know. But for whatever reason, that is not a hook as we know it. Um, using the territory points scores is not possible within the scoring metrics of an event. Now, that could be for various reasons. Ripper could probably elaborate way better than I can. I'm going to assume that that particular set of calculations, that particular set of, of mechanics is not in a related table or database or in other, some other way. It cannot be recalled uh, in, in such a way that, that scoring hooks could be used. Ripper, am I... Am I bludgeoning that bad enough? 
I'm not going to comment. Okay. <laughs> he started it. I'm going to wrap it up there. Okay? They just can't do it. All right? Don't know why. We've asked for it, and and we've told that the technological capability for that is not present at this time. It would, in my opinion, go a great deal of the way towards potentially refining this event, Bubba Joe, but then you're still going to have players like yourself and like a lot of members in this uh, in this chat right now that say, you know, that wouldn't matter, right? Still, we're coming down to rewards or still we're coming down to disruption or or because the only thing that really solves is the drop and hop mentality, you know, and not even that. The, the drop and hop would be good if you were going to fight, uh, the only thing it solves is players being able just to drop pins and go home. You know, right. I mean, right. That's all. That's all that that really, that really matters. All right. Now, there's other things that they could do, Ripper. It might not be score of a takeover, uh, but one thing that we know that they can do is count damage, count kills, count. Uh, what else could you do in PvP? <laughs> damage and kills, I guess. Right, Bubba? I mean, we, we could. Yep. We, uh, you know what? Hey, there is one more. We've had this mechanic before, although it's been a long time since we've seen it. We've had mechanics for tritanium spent on repairs. Remember that, Bubba Joe? All right. That's, been a, that's been a long time since we had that, me- that mechanic. All right. So that could be something. Uh, the, there, yeah. there are. Why, no. why, couldn't we, why couldn't we measure the seconds on a capture node, right? I mean, seconds or minutes or ticks. Well, though, again, I, I'm I am referring to hooks that we know that we have, Bubba Joe. Anything related to a territory capture score is currently not recallable by by events. All right, listen, I'm not saying that it's not tracked. Clearly, it is, because if anybody's ever noticed, your previous week's score happens to be your minute one score from the next week's takeover. So we know that they're stored somewhere, somehow. So let me ask. So let me ask this question. So how did they track that you were blowing up discoveries in a beta system as opposed to an alpha system? Couldn't that be modified to work on blowing up ships in a territory during its scheduled territory takeover? Absolutely. It could be. Things get get very complicated. So how that event works is you just have a static list of systems and then just the trigger for that. And then essentially the system is just a filter for the points. Rip, Ripper is correct. Sense. When 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 that event was created, and and I'm going to go back, Bubba, and and maybe draw some ire to myself before we get ready to move on. Uh, it was revealed that that the player advisory panel and the content creators and even the moderators we we had <clears throat> we had. Um, a, a great deal of, of input and influence into into this run of Turf Wars. It was discussed about, you know, the, the ships and, you know, kills and things like that, but but Ripper is, is absolutely correct when he says that, that that's the reason that we have uh, specific PvP zones in part, Bubba Joe, is because the filters for those ships, they kind of, they require a lot of... of parameters to be input so if you just select all betas right and you're only selecting discovery that's a relatively simple set of parameters to open it up to all of the systems is probably not the most difficult piece but then opening it up to all the different hull ids and the ship types that is probably going to be uh, a much more complicated scenario 
again, not making any excuses also, at all. Go ahead, Rip. Then there's also the point that you would probably want some of those scorings only to be active during a takeover, which, as far as I know, is also not something that they can or can detect at this time. Correct. Correct. Because it, so they it, cannot use that as a filter, so then it just kind of falls apart. And anything Don't they have related. access to take the final count from the TC and just, like, that's the number at the end? Bam, there's my points. Yes, They don't no. have to identify every ship. I, mean, I, I know it can make it work, but some engineer has to implement that. And getting that done isn't so getting something from engineering isn't as simple as just you know mm. we're just gonna change what we can in this event as a live ops team but requesting new ways to score things or changing how specific scorings work fundamentally is more difficult because engineering is involved and as soon as engineering is involved things take a long time yeah it slows down or, by a matter of of hundreds of x's <laughs> uh baba you may or, remember or yeah, for lots of reasons. You may remember um, many, many, many moons ago when we had uh, community manager Panic on our show. Uh, he mm -hmm. specifically talked about scoring hooks and and mechanics and, and how ways were created for, for events to score. And I remember, this has probably been, gosh, it was probably very near the beginning of our show, he was excited about the introduction of a couple of new hooks uh, that that had been in the works for months and months, um, and uh, I don't even remember what they were at this point. Uh, crazy enough, I think PvP damage was one of them. Um, <clears throat> crazy enough, that was not a hook, you know, for a scoring event. Is it tracked in the game? Oh, thousand percent, hundred percent. It's tracked in the game. But are they all tied together in the necessary way for? other departments to be able to call on that data and that's what ripper is saying does not exist at this time for really anything related to scoring in tc so the the takeover windows the clock timers the measurements of time in the uh, system which is how territory capture is currently scored none of that is available to an actual event being built by live ops <clears throat> so you know that is something that can be asked for but as ripper indicates we're we're a very, very long period of time out if, 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 if that request was even approved. All right. And, and it's not, listen, if live ops, Ripper and I both know, I think by now, everybody at live ops, they ask for stuff all the time. All right. They want to make their events better. They're responsible for re for writing creative and engaging events. They are just tied down to the options in which they have. Right. So they're all the time asking for new stuff, hey, new hooks, uh, this so that we can make a new event so that we can do this so that we can do that. <clears throat> I, I would ripper. I would probably this is completely uh, an estimate, but I would be willing to bet. I bet 75 percent of their requests are ultimately denied somewhere up the management line. Do you think that's an exaggeration or do you think that could be relatively accurate? Well, but someone in. Wait. What? Sure. Why? Why not? <laughs> so okay. So Ripper's just going to go with my guess, uh, and it is just a guess. But I know about the ideas that they've had. We've discussed ideas that they've had, and they don't come. I can only assume then, Bubba Joe, that that request was denied. You know. Yep. So <clears throat> that said, turf wars happened with the hooks that were available. 
Uh, I think that uh, I'm, I'm a gracious enough loser, Bubba Joe. I'm, a, I'm, I'm good at, at good sportsmanship. I think I can certainly acknowledge that I was significantly outweighed on this. I, uh, I thought, and, and, and personally still do, think that this was the best iteration of anything Territory Capture related that we have ever had. Uh, I certainly do not maintain that it was perfect. Uh, I never did indicate that I thought it was perfect. From day one, I indicated that there were changes that I would like to have been made. That said, I still maintain that it accomplished something that no other TC event has ever done, which was, at least on some servers, to to motivate a little bit of change. It didn't happen everywhere, obviously. And I think I can I can chalk this one up to the event didn't didn't pass. Right? Well, and I think that I think that the thing to take away, in addition to what you've said, I think the thing to take away is that the players want territory capture to be relevant. There are some serious things that want that need to happen to make territory capture relevant, and that the players would not be so passionate, positively or negatively, for this event if they didn't care so much, right? Like if if, if they were completely, if they were like blah completely then no one would care anything. No one would have voiced opposition or uh, in favor or opposition, right? The fact that we got basically the both three sigmas, we got both ends of the spectrum in very, very loud voices saying either it was great or it was horrible, I think just shows that the community wants something here. It just needs to be better than what was offered. Agreed. Agreed. And with and, that, we can oh, go ahead, Rip. Final word. Oh, no, it's just, you know. I was just w wanting to re reiterate before you try anything, fix the lag. God damn it! At this point, <laughs> I I I can't disagree. All right, I I just you know, if it takes six months, let let's just pull something out of a hat. Let me just pull a feather out of my out of my cap, Bubba Joe. If it takes six months to incorporate scoring inside a territory zone to be able to be used as a metric for an event. I feel like that, to me, gives me an indication of how quickly things move in in product design, in engineering. And, and I do feel that lag is a little bit better. I, I do. I think, factually speaking, it's, it's a little bit better. It is certainly not fixed. It's also not significantly better, which is no. should be the standard where we say something mm -mm. has actually improved. Yeah, no, it's not significant in the slightest. Uh, it's it's a little bit better, uh, and and truthfully speaking, that could be because of of the way that my server has decided to play this. I mean, maybe I'm experiencing a slightly better gameplay because we're not flooding the system with with a thousand players. I, I don't know. That that could very well be. You can't get a thousand players in the system technically. But, well, the, theoretically. But. <laughs> Theoretically, yes, we know there's ways to get in. Um, that said, you know there was turf wars, and and I, as much as I really am disappointed by the the reaction of the community, I think we have to give that one a fail, Bubba Joe, a mechanical fail on turf wars, and and again, I you know, I still like what it what well, it got some I, people to do, but it clearly was not so an I don't overly satisfying, what an overly satisfactory thing. Yeah, I don't think everyone has to give it a fail. I'm giving it, you know, not a passing grade, and you're going to give it, I think, a favorable grade just because you enjoyed it. And your server embraced it in a way 
and had rules in place that allowed you to enjoy it in a certain way. I think a lot of servers did not, and I think the alliances, even on your server, may not have enjoyed it. Maybe they did, um, but what, the feedback I got from other from from p- people who were pushed out, they're like, "Why this this was not fun for us, right? They they you know we got something from the event, okay, that was fine, but you know the fact that we got displaced and now we have to go fight for a new zone." Um, they would have much rather not been, they would have much rather been able to predict the ability to be displaced and, and know that something was coming, um, as opposed to what happened in the event. So I, I think that, again, you've always talked about, this is all our perspective. I don't think you have to give this a failing grade. I don't think you, you are forced to give this a failing grade. I am going to, because I felt that that's what it deserves. And, and, and I don't know what, uh, Soggy or anyone else is going to say, but I think that, you know, we all are giving our own perspectives. I don't think you should be forced into giving this any grade no, other than the one that you feel it was. No, I don't feel forced to do that. But but my my grading has always been slightly different in its origins, right? My my grading has has typically yes been a large part of of how I experienced it and how I have defined it and mathematically you know uh, estimated its worth and and uh, and its return and so forth and so on, but. Uh, it, it's also irresponsible of me to completely ignore the gameplay of literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people who message me to say, oh my God, what a steaming pile of do. You know, I, I, I can't in good conscience turn around and say, oh, I'll give it an A, you know, because that's not representative of anything that we're trying to do on this show. I, I'm not saying that the community decides my grades. You guys always know I'm I give grades a little bit more favorably than a lot of you guys would like, but uh, I still take into account, you know, uh, player feedback. I have to, you know. So uh, in this particular case, you know, it, it's you know, listen, when it's when it's a a, a fifty five forty five Bubba Joe, or if it's a fifty fifty, or even a sixty forty, I don't mind to give my own opinion a little bit more weight. But this was nowhere near that. I mean, this was landslide. This was ninety ten, maybe ninety five five. I mean, it was very significantly overwhelmingly negative and that is disappointing to me but it does not affect my ability to be objective about its feedback uh it would be irresponsible of me and it would also degrade the integrity i have as as an outlet for players of this game if they feel like my feedback completely ignores their own and so for that reason you know, I will always take into account the the community feedback. Uh, I think it's my responsibility, maybe even more so than it is yours. You know, uh, I want to I want to make sure the players feel heard. And Bubba, you have done an excellent, excellent job at that. You and I don't see eye to eye on very much in this game. It's amazing that we're such good friends. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because we play this game very differently. We do. I mean, there could not be two different walks of life within this game. Um, and, and yet we're, we're the, the greatest of pals, but, but I think between the two of us, uh, more often than not, and especially, you know, especially when truck and chick is here, people love hearing from her. Uh, I believe that, that the community feels representative by a voice on this show, be it yours, be it mine, be it rippers or Karkins or, or truck and chicks. Um, and, and moreover than that, there is a respect among us that allows for healthy conversation and debate to occur without emotions or, or, you know, well, sometimes there's heat, but, you know, for the most part, we can have a conversation. And moreover, when the show's over, you know, the, the, the heat is over, 
you know. So uh, I just think it's super important for the community to feel validated, Bubba Joe, in that what they want to say about this event does not go unheard. And and I think that the panelists of Talking Trek 100% hear you, community, 100%. And, and we will be your voice. That's our role here, okay? Um, Jonathan Ingram says, on the other hand, I only feel represented by people who eat squirrel gravy. <laughs> there is that. Sorry, that's not me. All right, Bubba, Bubba can <laughs> Bubba can represent you. Nope, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awful. <laughs> it's, mm, yum. All right, uh, twenty minutes left in our first segment. Let's go uh, down the list, Bubba Joe. Uh, what was the next thing on your list? I know I, I led off with probably the longest topic and and the biggest chunk of of events as far as this month goes. But there were lots of other things and uh, some good things, right, Bubba Joe? Why don't you give us one uh, one of the items? I know there's a few. Uh, one of the items off your thumbs up list. All right. So uh, I'll say one of the things on my thumbs up list is uh, the, uh, uh, the, the spend uh, ultra recruit tokens uh, event. Um, hmm. Okay. It was very simple. It was very simple. It was elegant. The rewards were worthwhile. Yes, there was a spend element. Obviously, if you ran out of Ultra Tokens, you could go buy more. So obviously, it had that element to it. But the rewards were scaled to a point that were uh, worth going and dumping these. uh, You know, one of the things we've been talking about is, sure, I could go dump my Ultra Recruits or my uh, Trade XP or whatever the resource that we were trying to use in that particular event was. And, but... The rewards weren't really the rewards where you're getting, you know, you know, a, a very minor effect. The rewards for this event was absolutely fantastic and worth like you did. You you did it on video. You dumped a hundred K ultra K ultra X uh, ultra recruit tokens. Uh, I did the same. I did a little bit more than that. Um, I didn't have to go to zero, but you did. But it's like it was worth doing it and you got rewarded for doing so. So I think that that was an event that. Stopley has finally said, okay, I think we're, we're trying to really push people to spend, and I think they actually hit the mark on what they, what they needed to do to be able to get people to do that. I really, uh, on that note, I really enjoyed the fact that they brought back a highly desirable officer. It was one of the first examples, and I know we did have – you know, an auction for Picard, for example, during the Riker month. And then we had, uh, they, they threw in some bonus 10 of 10 shards when they did the final 3 of 11 auction. Um, I feel like this, hopefully, maybe, fingers crossed, Scopely, hear us, hopefully this is a pattern that will move forward, that it doesn't always have to be auctions on brand spanking new stuff. Um, they never, Ripper, came to us and acknowledged you know, the the adoption, if you will, of, of the quote-unquote throwback Thursday suggestion that we had made. That said, they've done it now three different times over the last six months, and, and I kind of, probably less than that, five months, and I kind of feel like this, Bubba, could be a good thing, right? Uh, to to mm-hmm. be able to revisit, especially some high-value officers, you know, I would love to see, and I don't think they ever will, uh, on on like say five of ten. But I would love to see, you know, a TOS Kirk uh, auction. You know, if if I were going to pick three or four officers over the next couple of months that pop up in a Throwback Thursday style format, um, and and 
the Borg officers notwithstanding, I feel like they're too new. But, you know, uh, I would really like to see, you know, TOS Kirk. I'd like to see another Picard. There's a lot of people that really need to cap that officer off. And one of only a handful of officers that still, they've done a great deal of improvement with officer sourcing, but Picard still remains one that has no sourcing path at all in this game, aside from the gift chest that we got today. Whoop, whoop. Um, anybody get that? You guys know what that was for, by so, the way? <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I, I, I have heard rumors, but I don't know why it was specifically. Uh, the, I, I, I don't see why I couldn't say Ripper. I think they acknowledged that to us uh, earlier. I, I don't know if it's whatever. Uh, it was uh, a, a thank you gift for the debacle regarding the, uh, the New Year's Eve swarm event. So, and, and certainly it's not uh, enough to, to make everybody whole, but it was a nice gesture, uh, a gesture that they extended without having to, mind you, okay? I, I still maintain that it was clear and obvious that the event was in error, Bubba, as we talked about, but uh, the fact that they corrected it, and trust me, I do feel like that whole sequence could have definitely so, used some finesse. Ripper saw my feedback regarding the handling yes. of that scenario. I was very I, I'm, critical. I'm still personally very confused on how that happened. Because this wasn't just like, you know, an event configuration where they accidentally added too many zeros to something. This was a deliberate configuration for something. For right? something. Right. I, I think it was just so, a so this you know wasn't just some, some some magical mistake that some someone put this together because the, the distribution looked logical and made sense. So someone actually put thought into you know, distributing things and, and you know. So I'm I'm personally I don't really saw an answer why that happened. I would love to know. Yeah, yeah me too. Went, or what those rewards were for, or were they just for something that was planned at some point but never happened? Who knows? Captain Planet is is recalling an incident from Christmas of 2020, Bubba Joe, in which Billy from accounting got drunk at the Christmas party. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> gave us all too much events. Yeah, that's that's right. That happened a year ago, and, and here we are again. So, uh, yeah, I don't really fully understand how that happened, but, you know, I do appreciate the, the gift, and, and five Picard shards, probably not earth-shattering, but I'll tell you what, Bubba Joe, to, to the one player or two or maybe however many there are out there who maybe just by some stroke of luck unlocked Picard because of that gift, they're feeling very, very fine today. So uh, I, I appreciate the gesture. Uh, like I said, Ripper knows I was very critical of how that whole thing was handled, but uh, I do appreciate the the gift, and, and I think that that, <laughs> crazy enough, there was not an announcement to go with it. Uh, people need to know that you're acknowledging that, Scopely. So, you know, hopefully now you guys can spread yeah, well, the word you know, uh communication we know communication is an issue so, communication you know. continues to be an issue uh, they got me grush two days early there you, there you go some some people got grush as a result of the syndicate xp so you know that that was that was good for for some people and actually moves it slightly ahead of my time frame right uh karkin i had originally estimated that a complete and true free to play would unlock grush by january 10th and this just sped you up just a little bit faster. Yeah. So uh, for some of you I guys... I wouldn't have had the next level of Syndicate before having Grush. Now I got the next level two days before, so I got the 25 there before you go. getting it naturally during the day. So. Congratulations. So. Congratulations. And Arius writes, 
Uh, I got him as well. Uh, Truck and Chick got Grush today, completely free to play. Auto Obsession got Grush earlier. Congratulations to all of you. Uh, that is uh, phenomenal. Absolutely, it's phenomenal. And um, the uh, we've talked about the use of Grush. I uh, I am pleased to see that somebody else is using him the way I do. Bubba Joe Arius says he is on my Meridian as we speak. That is where I have found the best use for him. Uh, is on my Meridian, so I'm actually really enjoying that. That way I can still mine other stuff, Bubba, so I like that. Uh, speaking of Grush, why don't we uh, take a moment, Bubba Joe? Uh, wait, did, well, we, did we talk about what? your thing? Oh, the Recruit so, the Terrence. Me, Recruit, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So, uh, so there me, was something I wanted to follow up with on that auction too. You go first. So, so let, Yeah, so in addition to there being an auction, not only was it just, okay, go spend our Ultra Recruit tokens, but they reached out to the community and said, who is the officer you really would like to have a better chance of? And they got feedback and they said, you know what? We got one, but we really want to make it two. So we're going to give you two extra chests that have a better chance of pulling these officers. I felt that was a very positive it was. part of this event, um, putting those chests together. Uh, I don't know if you went back and checked, but I bet you still, even though it seemed like you were getting more Lorca than other things, I bet you did get more 5 of 10 than you got of anyone else. I did indeed. Uh, or 5 um, of 11. I so did. I went back I, I and that, checked that video. It it was it was something crazy, Bubba Joe. I don't remember now. I did count, and I should have written it down or, or made it available to share with you. I can tell you now, though, because uh, I haven't pulled any Ultras since that time. I pulled over 100. It was 102, to be exact. 102 5 of 11 shards out of 100,000 Ultras. Um, I... So, it's hard to be. So that it's hard to great, complain. Yeah, right? it's kind of. It, it, it you know, didn't feel that way when we were really, doing it, but it, it's hard to. <laughs> right. It's hard to complain right. about that. So if they were to do this again and then put it up to a vote, maybe they would have different officers that we could select from. Because I think that if there is ever a choice for five of eleven and anyone else, five of eleven is going to win. Yeah. But I think if they were to put up a poll of, okay, well here are four other epic officers we wanted to choose from. Who do you want? And then we can have that uh, have a similar mechanic. I think that that this is a very successful means and a rewarding means, assuming that the rewards were not a mistake, um, to uh, encourage people to spend ultras. And I think this is a worthwhile event that I'd like to see come back. Uh, one more point on that topic. Uh, it was. Uh, let me see if I can find this one. What What was the name of this event? Um, Recruit Terran Officer Solo Leaderboard. Here, no, that wasn't it. Because that one looks like it was on power. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Recruit This was the second run. You know what, Ripper? Maybe I'm remembering the date on that. What was the date of that, Bubba Joe? Was that the 22nd? Who's got Jesse's calendar handy? It ran two days. It was the 21st and 22nd. Does that sound correct? Ripper's website, I don't think, what? is actually reflecting the proper score, scoring mechanics on that. Wait, what? Unless I'm looking at the wrong one. I'm looking at Recruit Terran Officer Solo Leaderboard, December 22nd through the 24th, where it's indicating that the scoring was based on spending materials. But I don't think that was it. No, it was. It was. The second one was basically material spend. No, that was roster. You, you're looking for roster expansion, aren't you? Oh, the recruit Terran okay. Hang officer on. was the Lorca. Uh, there were awesome. two. The first one was power. second one was uh, 
materials. And yeah. Yeah. So, but I think you guys were talking about the right. Thank we'll you. About roster thank you. Here it is. I got it. Yep. Roster expansion. See, I didn't have the right name of the event. Uh, the what I wanted to point out there was, of course, the officer uh, shards that you would get. Uh, you were referring to it being a spenders event, Bubba Joe, and indeed, it it you know by definition, it could have been depending on your bracket. But these brackets were were relatively tight meaning that you were at least still potentially with players of your own mindset with regard to spend. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that there was, because of the of the narrow bands here, I feel like there could have very well been many players who were able to win this event without spending. Uh, further, uh, since we did bring it up, let's talk about the Terran uh, recruit solo leaderboard, the second run of it which was indeed uh, power, Bubba Joe, <clears throat> including ship XP, which... <sighs> um, actually, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> now, didn't this one also have an ATA component? No, that was Christmas. See? Never doubt the rip. Never doubt the rip. I don't know what my problem is. Uh, recruit Terran Officer Solo Leaderboard, where the second one <clears throat> was done... Uh, sorry, the first one was done with power. The second one mm-hmm. done with materials. Uh, this one also... Very narrow banding. Um, And I really liked the fact that all the way down to Ops 20, all the way down to Ops 20, the depth of these leaderboard positions stayed the same. Okay? Like, Bubba Joe, uh, I take that back. I guess, uh, let me look here, 30... So 36 and down had 40 spots in their leaderboard. 37 through 39 had 30. And then 40-plus had 20, which I credit to Big Country, Bubba Joe. He always talked about you can't just have three spots in a leaderboard, even if it was smaller, even if it's just 10 shards or five shards, you know, which a lot of people did make the comment, Bubba Joe, was that really this was an auction where you had to you kind of had to score in the top three, otherwise it might not have been worth it. Although, you know, in a lot of brackets, even the top ten, which was consistent with Bubba Joe or uh, uh, Big Country's recommendation long ago, was good for was six charts, you know, so it was good for that. Um, I really would like to see the depth of that leaderboard um, utilized a lot more in the future. But I, I was appreciative uh, of the narrow banding um, with the uh, with respect to the the auctions this month as well, Bubba Joe, it made it just made things feel like there were more winners, which mathematically there were there were more winners as a result. Yep, I got Lorca to tier three. <sighs> Good for you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> There's no contempt in that voice at all. None. Surprisingly no. enough, that's the exact <laughs> response I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what you got, buddy. Uh, no, I did uh, do well in that. My Lorca is... Um... Oh. Oh. Okay. I can't say that to Karkin. Uh, between that and my Ultra Shards, I actually got enough to take him to Tier 3 as well. I just haven't yet. Why? Oh, independent credits. There you go. Independent credits. Uh, so, yeah. Oops. I didn't even realize I did that. Well, thanks for thanks for letting me know. Uh, Goat Bear says he's almost gotten Lorca to Tier 4 as a result of the events this past month. Uh, Arius says I had didn't even have him unlocked, and I got to a Tier 2 Lorca with the events this month. So, hey, that you know, again, I'm hearing positive things there, Bubba Joe. 
Uh, yep. Let's uh, let's talk very quickly uh, before our first break. We'll spend eight minutes on this. The syndicate tree and Grush as a result. I'm a huge fan of this. All right. <clears throat> I'm a huge, huge fan of this. There is literally only one singular thing that I would change. And that is to put the daily syndicate XP in the gift section where your 10, 4, and 24 hours are. That way we can't forget them. <laughs> I would. <clears throat> have me. you not correctly <clears throat> added it to your rotation of button pressing in the morning? I yeah. have, but it's still easy to forget. It's still easy to forget. What? I would. I would like to. After I finish my chess, I move down. To, usually, we go to factions. I just hit my daily, you know, syndicate first before I hit my faction. I'm so trying to get into the habit, but I've forgot two days over the last month. Look, oh, retrieving no. says I've forgotten two days. Fallopian says, I kind of agree. The daily routine for various clicks continues to grow. Uh, at least putting it in the gift section would, would you know, create some awareness for that. So, um, yeah, I, uh, that, but I got to be honest with you, that is literally, I believe, the only thing that I would, I would significantly change about this tree. If, if I were looking at a few of the buffs, you know, I don't know how much we need resource protection as a buff, Bubba Joe. <clears throat> on the other hand, my I, my hint. I I was gonna say it depends <laughs> on how how correct your hint was. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got a, got a hairball. Uh, so yeah, regarding the hint from the other day, perhaps resource protection may come into a play. Sometimes you know, sometimes Bubba Joe. On occasion, Scopely's design is more apparent to them than it is to us on initial visibility. Now, the, the one that I think is a lot less use is resource production, right? I mean, sure. even if we want some more protection, I mean, I mean, I'll tell you, I, my steel generators have turned on momentarily, and then I go collect an event reward, and they're off again, right? It's not like uh, they are actually doing much of anything, so... Um, the production one is kind of questionable, but whatever. I mean, that's fine. I mean, it's it's a throwaway. I mean, there's lots of things in this game that are throwaways. There um, is. But you get some additional. So the thing I want to talk about, though, about this. That, okay, so 20% warp speed is not a lot. You know what? But you don't have to turn it on. You don't have to put a specific <laughs> officer on there. You're just getting to move around a little bit faster. Just even if it goes from a 10-minute warp to a 9-minute and 50-second warp, that's 10 extra seconds you get to save, and you didn't have to do anything for it. So I, I don't have any problems with I, I think Syndicate was a was a very good introduction to the game and Grush is cool. Grush has a great ability. Uh I, I pointed out in chat yesterday, now this wasn't specifically related to Grush, but I threw a screenshot. Karkin, I don't know if you happen to have that handy um between everything that we have accumulated in this game. Uh research for speed, officers for speed. Um, I sacrificed my protected cargo on my cavort the other day. I was mining G4 crystal in territory. I don't have the territory buff, but I was in territory, which has a faster base rate, Bubba. All the research that I've got, I used 11 of 11 with full synergy, therefore sacrificing a little bit of my protection, but I went full speed, uh, even using the triple. All right. And I was able to, uh, oh, I also activated two exocomps, Bubba Joe, and had my crystal mining up to 118,000 per hour. That's awesome. 
All right, and it's not any one little thing. It's a combination of every little breadcrumb that we've picked up in this game to be able to kind of mash it all into a, into a you know a slice of bread or a loaf or a cookie or whatever whatever analogy you want to make. All right, um, you know exos and research and shipability and the new Borg officers and this and that and that. You know, one hundred and eighteen thousand. I really liked that. That was huge, you know. Uh, and and I'm mining. I'm trying to build a stock back up because I actually let myself get really low. Ripper would be very disappointed in me. Uh, so that's right, like a spoon through a bowl of soup, just cuts Wait, through that crystal. What, what, I would be disappointed. Yeah, that's right. I was being facetious. You'd be disappointed that I've I've not mined a whole lot lately. Uh, but nonetheless, the the syndicate tree. <laughs> The syndicate tree I'm very pleased with. Uh, further, uh, another item that I'm super, super pleased with uh, is kind of twofold, Bubba Joe. One, that complete, true, free-to-play. Didn't buy anything, didn't do leaderboards, didn't, do, uh, didn't buy syndicate XP and packs. It, by our math, was guaranteed an unlock of Grush. By January 10th, that actually got accelerated slightly today with that gift. Um, but it is another example of improved officer sourcing. This was an epic officer. And don't get it twisted, folks. He may be alone in his group right now. But I do, Bubba Joe, believe that this officer does qualify to be epic. Do, do you think he should have been a rare, or do you, are you satisfied with his epic classification? Because I, I think he is epic. Um, well, I, so the best abilities don't necessarily have to be on epic officers. I mean, we've spent a lot of time talking about how awesome Beverly is or how awesome TOS Uhura is. Um, uh, Moreau is even, you know, even by herself, doesn't have to be with Pike. I mean, so... There are definitely, uh, you know, you can be a rare officer and have great abilities, but I think that when you identify someone as being the go-to person for a particular alliance, like you have with 5 of 11 for Borg, or you have Grush with Syndicate, I think they're supposed to be epic. Like Picard had to be epic, or possibly even something higher than that. Uh, you have to identify those those capstone characters as being epic and then reward them with abilities and uh, stats uh, associated with that. Well, yeah, and, and that was another thing you, you had just touched right, right there on, which I was getting ready to point out, was statistics. Uh, he has great stats. And moreover, the second piece of my praise for this is for the first time ever, an actual laid-out roadmap towards 100% Tier 5 maxing of this officer, Bubba Joe. We have never, ever received that from any other officer, even a core mechanic. I mean, granted, you could say that the core faction officers could be done through your faction store and through the faction recruit tokens, and et cetera, et cetera, okay? But it is a pure, laid-out, mathematical path, and... And again, <laughs> I see it in the chat. Stop, DJ. It's a three-year roadmap. <clears throat> no. It might look like a three-year roadmap today. All right. But it's not going to be a three-year roadmap, just like nothing else in this game has ever stayed with its current rate of acquisition. It may be even more than a couple of months, but it's never been that way super long term. 
So, you know, I don't expect that we won't continue to see Hmm, Ripper, did we receive an event store in December? Like a full-on end-of-duality event store? No. We did not. Which would indicate what, Bubba Joe? We are getting more duality. We're getting more duality. And, And if we come back to what old man is quoted as saying, not only in the official Discord, but as screenshots here, that the end of duality would be accompanied by what, Ripper? Event store. An event store. Now, there's two things, two nuggets that I take from this. One is that eventually, and I don't know when it's going to be. It might not be January. Don't say it's going to be January, okay? could be February. could be March. could be a nine-month event store, Bubba Joe. We know Scopely learned their lessons so well from TNG. All it's right. going to be December, <laughs> isn't it? It could be Duality Part <laughs> 10. All right, who knows? All right, that said, when it does come, all right, I would have to assume that an event store is going to maybe not Syndicate XP, but, I mean, he was an officer, right, Ripper? I mean, so maybe. I don't know. This is unique. This format is unique, so maybe. But I would imagine there's going to be some way to acquire Syndicate XP during an event store, possibly, hopefully, maybe. But moreover, there is still... The coming one is the last one, what? Who said that? Mm. Rev, apparently. Mm. Okay, well, you can bank on that if you want. I cannot confirm nor deny because, you know, legal. Uh, that's, <laughs> that said, that said, Bubba Joe, what we can stand to reason is that there is at least one more duality arc. And within that arc, I would fully expect that there could be some rewards or battle pass milestones. I'm... You know, speaking about arc, I'm actually confused because apparently Scopely uses the term arc for the entire thing. They do. So I, me personally, if I'm referring to a an arc like the way Scopely does, I'll refer to it as a seasonal arc. But yeah, they do. They refer to arc as like the whole story. Uh, on the other hand, they refer to the month also as like an arc I, I it, it's weird it's hard to I keep track they, of i think this time these days they just use part yeah i guess i don't i don't know i i uh me personally i'll go with monthly arc seasonal arc you know or battle pass yeah. monthly battle pass i don't know but but yeah to that point I find this slightly confusing to it's be it is it is their their terminology always always bum fuzzles me because it seems to change somewhat regularly like the, what they call something now is not what they'll call something three months from now but nonetheless uh bubba joe my my original point is it stands to reason that syndicate xp could appear in another duality arc be it uh, event rewards be it uh in battle pass milestones etc cetera, etc cetera. so uh i don't expect it's a three-year path i certainly don't expect that it's a short-term path either i certainly don't expect that it's a six-month path all right i you know, I said at the beginning that I felt like it was a year, and and I'm actually in in hindsight, Ripper, I think it will probably be more than that. But it's also irresponsible yeah, but, to assume it's know, three years. 
that's so <clears throat> how far are you with you know one of the i don't know of epic offices that were introduced in the last six months yeah tier how one or tier you, one or tier like, two how right? long does it take you to max those long time long time and 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 co i don't like i say i'm not i'm not indicating oh <laughs> and co is arguing the opposite point bubba joe he says, I don't know, this doesn't feel like a year-long expansion to me as he shows himself at level 23. Uh, <laughs> you crazy, yeah, silly well, monster, you, know. you. You're silly. Um, you know, let me let me maybe just point out and go it. That was probably not a free-to-play path. <laughs> just saying. Okay. Uh, <laughs> probably. Um, but but I, I like that we get to see what's on the horizon, Bubba. I like that we get to see what's next. I like that we get to see how uh, a true free-to-play can can truthfully max this officer uh, in a fixed period of time or less. And and that has never really been the case before. So I'm pleased with that. Like, and another example not- of an epic officer being immediately or relatively immediately available. I mean, in this case, within what? Ten, within 10 days of the following month, everybody should have an unlock. I, th- I think that's phenomenal. I think that continues with our fourth quarter been, pattern. Like, consider, considering the, the 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 pod launched on December 9th, it has been less than a month. That's true. That's true. It's been less than thirty and, days so and, far. And if you think about some of the epic officers we've gotten that were, um, we'll say, you know, maybe utility, maybe class line or something else, but they're not general use officer like Jayla. Like, you know, if you got Jayla to, to Tier 2, like, that was just, I mean, you were putting in a ton of effort to that. You this you're going to get for free. Yeah, you worked hard. This to get you're going to get for free, and he's useful. Uh, agreed. Agreed, agreed. Okay, so All right. whole syndicate seems a very good quality of life improvement. I, I don't disagree. I, you know, uh, yeah. No, I don't I don't disagree with that, I don't think. Um, I mean, it doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't take any time, really. So It's know. very passive. Uh, it offers real tangible benefit, and uh, and I I think I can agree with all of those. All of all those you things. have to do is remember to press it every day. That, that's yeah. that's it. Just put it in the gift section, please. <laughs> yes. put, it in, put it in the gift <laughs> section for me. That would that would help. I mean, um, we have all these red pips that we all want to go away. Put a red <laughs> pip there when I, I mean, forgot. I mean, do that at least. Honestly, at this point, you should really spread out every single chest you can collect every single day. Just put it in some different screen. I mean, you know, <laughs> that, I mean that would make more sense than you know what we have right now, in my opinion. Anyway. Let's let's talk about how to totally disrupt the masses, Bubba Joe, and the gift section. You know what? You don't even have to move where they're bundled. Just move where their buttons all are. Okay, like move the gift section inside the events tab. All right, and and move move your refinery button to inside your player profile screen. Uh, see. Well, I mean, <laughs> did you? So, do you remember when they changed the size of the buttons, and then the relative position of where, if you wanted the one chest, two chest, or three chest button was? Oh yeah, people got super upset about that. So, I know. Like... that's right. Jonathan Ingram says that what would be an even bigger crisis would be just moving the button like a quarter inch to the left. Uh, right. <laughs> <my muscle> <laughs> That's right. All right, folks. Uh, looks like we're actually moving right on time. Maybe about six, seven minutes behind schedule. But Bubba Joe, that's pretty daggone good for us. We're going to take our first break. When we return, uh, we're going to talk um, a little bit about some of this research. Okay. Um, and by the way, did I get this wrong? New research was added this month, right? 
and the territory tree. That's right. That was this Mm -hmm. month as well. We're going to talk about some of that new research and how impactful it was. That is the next item on my list, Bubba Joe. Plus, uh, we're going to come uh, back to Bubba Joe for the next item on his list as we uh, get around to issuing our final grades on Duality Part 3. And of course, Ripper, we could not uh, actually grade this month's arc if we did not potentially look at at least a portion of the holiday events. Uh, it's going to be tough to break this one in half because technically the Christmas events happened during the arc. And technically the New Year's events happened after the arc. But Bubba Joe, can they really be separated? We're going to talk about that coming up right after this break. Plus, lots of winning. If you're here listening live, uh, and we announced it in our show teaser, and we put it in our last show, so hopefully those listening in podcasts were able to get entered. If you're here listening for the first time live and haven't had a chance to do so, enter the contest in our Spam It room, because Bubba Joe, man, tons of winning today. Not only do we still have the five prize chests to give away from our New Year's Eve Spectacular, we've got those five players, we've got one Spam It winner who's going to walk with 500 materials today. On top of that, we've got five battle pass winners to award today 11 winners on this show before the clock strikes closing time <laughs> whatever is, whatever time this may be is vita still here i need him to fix his bot he's, he's spelling <laughs> bubba joe incorrectly vita, yes i know uh, i think vita vita said he had to go to bed uh he was sure <laughs> he was sure to disable the bot before he left though uh, uh, so also, that <laughs> also a surprising is isn't that like, a very high number of people listening today? It is a high number of people listening today. Four hundred and let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six uh, four hundred and twenty-nine uh, members, including myself, here uh, for this stream. So we appreciate you guys all being here. Be sure to enter in the spam room. Eleven winners, and Bubba Joe will tell you. Normally, we're much more stingy than that. Okay, just kind of all happened the way it happened, right? Scaly back, I missed you too. I missed you too. That's why we're doing 11. I'm trying to buy back your love. Uh, Folks, we'll be back in just a moment. Uh, This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'm your host, Ultimate DJs, back with more in just a moment. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from New Spay and Wash, the pre-wash stain remover and home pet neutering kit. The horses are in the gate, and we are all set for the Resolutions Derby. And they're off. Losing weight comes out first, followed by less drinking, save money, and get more sleep. And as we hit turn one, quit social media is just ahead of Join a Gym. On to the backstretch now, where save money is becoming difficult, and there's no way to get more sleep. Join a Gym can't seem to get going, and it's making the path even harder for losing weight. Less drinking has too much time, so there's no way to quit social media. And now here comes Screw It from out of nowhere, and down the stretch they come. Get more sleep is wide awake, and less drinking is out of the question. Losing weight looks heavier than ever, and Join a Gym is nowhere in sight. But as we hit the wire, Screw It takes the cake. Nobody saw Screw It finishing so quickly, but history repeats itself once again. One more time 
Song too. One more time. Thank you, Daft Punk. I do love Daft Punk. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and we return to Duality Part Three, December 2021, our final grade show, Bubba Joe. Uh, in which we kind of summarize everything that happened this month and then uh, come out just like we did when we were all in the fifth grade and all turned in, you know, like a final research paper on like, you know, Huck Finn or, you know, Red October or whatever that book that everybody had to read uh, in fifth grade and uh, let the teachers get out their red ink. All right. And uh, that is indeed what is happening here today. Uh, in particular with my friend and co-host, let me introduce you to Bubba Joe. Bubba, what's up? Welcome in to the show. Appreciate you being here. Uh, did you, uh, in fact, need to go to the store to purchase a second red marker? Uh, just rumor is what I heard. You ran out. I've started buying them in bulk at Costco. <laughs> buying the red I markers. I just use my own blood. Carcass <laughs> like, I just do it for blood. Uh, do it with blood. All right. What is that noise? Oh, I have somebody here doing yard work. That's okay. I remember now. I was like, I hear like a large tractor outside. It's my diesel tractor. He's moving, moving wood and land and earth. Uh, <laughs> I just heard a really loud. I don't even know if you guys are going to hear it. It's really loud. Like, goodness gracious. All right. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Right before the break, we talked about Turf Wars. We talked about the syndicatry. Uh, we talked about recruiting the Terran Empire. Bubba Joe, I left off. I led... Uh, with the uh, or the last one that I brought up was the syndicatry, and fortunately, I feel like everybody really kind of uh, probably gave that one two thumbs up. So that's good. I agree with I agree with everybody on that one, Bubba Joe. Let's get your next one uh, and see what is the next item on your list, good or bad. All right, I know you're chomping at the bit to to break out some of this red ink. I'll let you go next uh, on your number two topic uh, of whatever you choose for duality part three well i think it, uh since you've already kind of previewed that you want to talk about research after this and and i will gush and gush a gush about at least one of the research nodes um but i think the next thing we need to talk about are just general event rewards for the uh for the month mm, yeah they didn't feel and, quite as october-y did they <laughs> correct correct yeah. and and when we did some looking at it like you know the big thing that really made the event rewards in uh it was, it was october or november i think it was uh november that they were this big step up right um ripper was that the case huh what hang on what i'm trying to think who ran the arcs because uh october what was the month where we just had just a stupid slam-packed calendar was it october or was it november i thought it was october uh ba, 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 um, no it wasn't november i think was it Actually, november okay i, I might be so. i might be wrong month before maybe maybe i'm thinking october was good because that was the introduction of the auction replacement mechanic the officer meta 
But, yeah, maybe it was November, because I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of the Ark Runners. Gosh, it feels like so long ago, Ripper, but I've got my list right here. Yeah. It's been, gosh. Okay, yeah. Was it? Yeah, I think, yeah, it was. November. Yeah, because November was the 11 of 11 month. That's exactly right. Borg Barrett. Yeah, so November was the slam-packed calendar. I mean, Bubba Joe, there was like three or four events to do every single day, you know, yep. and, and all of those and not events only that, were, were the events paying. played really well. Yeah, they paid really, really good. Uh, as in comparison this month, that's right, it was November because there was a lot of concern, wasn't the Ripper? There was a lot of, of angst amongst the player advisory panel in the following question. Will this month continue the trend of slap your grandma good rewards? And <laughs> the response to that was, I'm not going to give you verbatim, but the response to that was somewhat concerning, Ripper, because their original uh, <laughs> Bubba, they didn't I don't even know how to say this, Ripper. They didn't think November was that great. Like, I mean, not wildly that much greater. You know what I'm saying? Like, they said it was... No, a- we, we we specifically asked, and they were like, was it? <laughs> yeah. It, but, but it was because... No, I don't think it was a mistake. I, I think because what the reason that they explained it, Bubba, was... Many servers hit a natural evolution cycle. All right, so a lot of you guys saw packs increase in November. All right, so it was a natural evolution cycle. Uh, And so, you know, most event rewards are done based on evolutionary cycle. So uh, it it felt more. And then just the fact that it was, in fact, a busier calendar, Bubba Joe, uh, is why November just felt so stupid good. Now, areas... That's not the only reasons. That's not the only reasons, though, because we did the comparison. I'm pretty sure it was the ticketed events where down to like 39, they got a 1 billion token in at least one of their milestones. 37, I think, got it. Or no, wait, was it 39? 39, sorry. Okay. Yeah, but it was 39. That wasn't it, though. I mean, I was, uh, I think, 47 at the time. And I also felt like I got more. It it, it certainly wasn't. imaginary okay there was stupid rewards in november and and i believe all right and this is just my opinion after having the conversation that we had okay that it was a combination of two things it was a combination of evolutionary cycles okay uh and it was a combination of the event calendar being as busy as it was when you have events there is a standard payout for those events fewer events equals less payout bubba joe so that was a big question, not just from me, not just from Ripper. I mean, it was everybody who, who was in on this meeting, which, what, Ripper, dozen, maybe 15 players, literally all said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, baby, November was November was Gucci, okay? November was, was premium, prime rib, raw horseradish, beautifully simmered au jus. I mean, dude, November was spot on. A++. All right. Will it continue? To which they responded, huh? 
Wait, say what? All right, that's what. That's why I think, uh, Bubba Joe, that it that it directly comes down to an event calendar, and why we have said on this show. Now, people, you need to hear this because Ripper, I I will tell you something that that I got that is privileged information that I probably shouldn't talk about. I'm going to speak it right now. I'm going to speaketh the truth because I also heard this on another podcast, and I'm gonna and and it wasn't. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a shout out. It was in the last episode of Trek Talk with Tech and Kirk, uh, and Handy, a uh, special guest star, uh, always featuring superstar Handy. All right. Uh, on the latest episode of Trek Talk, I heard a player uh, who they were interviewing say that they felt the event calendar was too full in the month of December. Bubba Joe. All right. Now I told December. what that's what. That's what was said. The event calendar was too full. Now, here, here is why I'm okay with that statement as an individual. It is because he followed it up with, I chose what was important to me, Bubba, and I completed those events. If it wasn't important to me, I did not complete it, okay? Which I appreciate that follow-up. I appreciate you clarifying your statement, sir, that your availability in this game may be different than other players. And I believe even Handy uh, had brought up that counterpoint. Listen, stack them all on us, all right? It should always be about choosing your priority, like always, all right? Uh, Ripper has been a huge advocate for just dumping it all. I, I kid you not, Bubba Joe, even again for, for coming into January – you think we're kidding about this. Ripper asked for it on a monthly basis. Can we get one day where every event in the game ever launches? Just one I day. Do. He asked every single month. All right, like We're not just saying that because it's funny. He asked for it every single month. All right, and, and the reason that we do that has now become apparent, folks. Okay? Look, see, even here in our own chat, Here's an Ops 38 player said, you know, I kind of maybe don't disagree. Maybe some bad timing involved, but there were too many events leading up to Christmas. Again, again, maybe for you, sir. But this game should should provide the, a sufficient amount of entertainment for anybody who wants to engage at that level. And this player over on Trek Talk came back and said just that. I felt like it was too busy, he said. I felt like there was too much to do, but... I chose what was important, and I just wrote off the rest. Now, this is why it's important. And by the way, where I was getting with my protected information, Ripper, this sentiment came through loud and clear on surveys. Not just this month, but in November as well, and in October as well. Players... Players are, by the large, I don't want to say majority, but by a large chunk, a large percentage, players are saying there is too many events. Folks, heed my warning. November is why you want more events. Scopely did nothing out of the ordinary. Okay? You need to hear me. November, we all said was stupid good, right? Everybody said, from Ops 30 to Ops 50 and maybe beyond. Bubba Joe, right? Everybody mm -hmm. said that the rewards were crazy. And Scopely did, quote, nothing out of the ordinary. 
Yeah. Okay. They were actually surprised. Like, this is we didn't believe fascinating. them. So, we didn't believe so, them. No, the the answer that we that I got basically meant we don't actually know how much we give out each month. <laughs> uh, I think they do. I think they do. They, they no, but, but they, they, they. So we said it was significantly higher than usual, and mm. the response was, "Was it?" <laughs> so that, that, that means correct. they don't actually know, or they don't really care. Like on wait, the, let's phrase. Was it like a funny. was it, or was it like a was it? <laughs> you no, know, it was. It was for sure like a. Wait, really? Seriously, was it? <laughs> That that's yeah. that's what it was. Um, yeah. Now that being said, there's there's multiple reasons for that. Okay, uh, we've told you before that we work individually with arc runners every single month. The arc runner for December was not the same as the arc runner for November, which was not the same as the arc runner for October. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, you also may remember me saying in the month of November, Bubba Joe, that the arc runner for November was a class act, a veteran in this game, an active player in this game. Uh, and probably Ripper, I would say, probably one of the senior most guys uh, over there who who still write arcs. He's been he's been in it for a minute, Bubba Joe. He's very good, uh, and he believes in a full calendar. He loves uh, the smash and grab, is what he calls it. He was like, listen, I want to put. He was like, it's my goal. It's his challenge to take the most active player and overwhelm them, not in a bad way. Not in a bad way, but he wants to make sure there's enough content for everyone to be happy. The, the sacrifice or the problem with that then is that the players who don't have the time get FOMO and complain about missing out because they don't have the time. And, and listen, let's face it, in November, there were some days that may have required multiple hours within the game. I mean, I, I know that I ran armadas I for what felt like days on end for a single event. I, <laughs> okay. I actually didn't feel like it was that. I didn't, I, no, I don't think I spent more than, more than usual. In, in, no, I d- didn't take me that long, honestly. I want to read a few comments so that they're not lost. Okay, uh, so Scopely, if you hear this. And by the way, absolutely not knocking December's Arc Runner because I think this individual... Uh, has done a fantastic job with what they were given as well, Ripper. Uh, this month was a little bit more uh, traditional in its event load because, let's face it, November was out of the ordinary. Uh, this month was a little bit more traditional in its event load, uh, and, uh, I, and, and there was some creativity with events, and I know that there was a lot of time invested into those events. So I, I don't want it to be lost. I don't want to to compare you know this particular arc runner with with the mentality of somebody who's been doing it for years and years okay uh so let me let me say that because i i know that you're i know that they're listening ripper and so i, I want to be delicate with this i i said all month long uh i believe that this individual did a fantastic job with what they were given that said it it clearly was um not as uh, rewarding as, as far as payouts and, and rewards go as a previous month could have been. So why was that? And that was because this arc runner had their mentality or had their idea of what they wanted the calendar to look like. And it just wasn't as smash and grab as it was the month before. Therefore, 
All right? When we talk about this feedback, when we talk about what we want to give, it's not just, right, Bubba Joe? We say it's not just about the letter grade. They don't give a crap about the letter grade. They want to hear the conversation. They want to hear what players are feeling, what they think, okay? So let me just spend maybe a minute, Bubba Joe, and read some of these 50-some messages in the chat. All right? They don't always need to all be completed. Give us more. More events, please. Ripper for president of the world. <laughs> all right? Um, November was Why? so good. My original plan to hit 42 in January put me at 43 by the end of December. More events, please. I absolutely agree in choosing your priority. Bubba, we've talked about this before, even with the tickets. You said it last week. Tickets give you an opportunity to focus the attention on the resource and material that you need. Offering more events like this gives players that choice. Okay? Lord Farquaad says, give me loads to do. I would even do a little mining. <laughs> more, more. We want more. All right? Uh, no such thing as too many events. If it's too much for you, do as much as you want. All right? There were some slow game days this month. Not much to do other than grind rep. Would have preferred a fuller calendar. All right? Uh, crazy talk on not enough events. There should always be more than enough than we could do. Players are going to complain. Uh, oh, players that complain are going to complain about anything. If the calendar is too light, they'll complain about that too. That's actually so true. Okay? So true. Um, <clears throat> more events, always better. I mean, I have not seen a comment yet. Okay, here we go. Here's the most negative comment that I've seen so far, Bubba Joe. Maybe not so Armada heavy, though. <laughs> All right. That's the most negative comment that I've heard about November. Oh, do more. No Armadas. I still have too many. Too, you, too can, many you can always do how much you want to do, right? <laughs> more is better. Okay. Master Blaster writes, says, what's the alternative? Making me bored by removing events? No thanks. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, there's so, there's plenty more. There's I, literally it's gone on fifty eight more lines. So, it, you know, there you go. Anyway, read Bubba, quicker. Read quicker. I'm trying. I, I can't. There's too much to keep up with. All right, sixty three so, now. You guys are going. Look at, look at the chat. I want to. I want to bring up the comparison that we did, which again, you know, is probably the most direct comparison that can be made, and that's looking at the ticketed events. Um, and if you look at the ticketed event in November that gave steel. You got a 1 billion steel token at four milestones and approximately 1 billion of loose steel. In the, so that's 5 billion steel. In the same rewarding type of ticketed event in December, you got the loose steel and none of the 1 billion tokens. That's what we're talking about in terms of significantly re less rewards. Uh, you yes, got none. There were none? less events. I, I was gonna say I think I did get one one billion token, but it certainly wasn't I'm, four like it was last I, time. I'm looking at I'm looking at forty. Uh, I could scale up and look at uh, forty. Well, yeah, no, we did. Remember, Ripper, we we did solve this when we were I think on stream that night, Bubba. That the multiple billions didn't actually pick up again until Ops forty two, whereas last month it was Ops thirty eight. So yep. correct. Yeah. So that and that's was my point. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And so that exactly we talked about on the stream. That's my point, right? Yes, there were fewer events, so the rewards were going to be lighter. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, more or less, whatever, prioritize, that's fine. When a specific event that we say, this is a good reward, this is the reward we expect and we look forward to, and then gets cut by 80%, mm-hmm. that's a problem. I agree. I agree. And that and that was something that that we have passed along. All right. Uh and you're right. Even the the individual tickets themselves, Bubba Joe, got a little bit got a little bit of a hit and and they weren't the exact same ticketed events. They were different event IDs, which I think also comes back to a, a uh you know, a thing where oh my gosh, I'm making a mess. Comes back to where the arc runners had had different visions and different mentalities as how to approach their arc. And and that's what is interesting and unique about uh, game design. And you guys know this from from any game that that you've played or, or able to have been involved in on a on a development uh, level, so to speak. Ripper, there are product managers, right? They are the they are the ones who really decide. And and there's usually multiples, and that's why games can see a little bit of variation because they have their ways they have their ideas there that's what they're paid to do is come in here and be creative and and find a way to make money really is what it comes down to Bubba Joe all right mm-hmm. so um and and Ivana Vaughn I don't want to lose this point pretty sure the people who are complaining about events are not the people that listen to this podcast I get that but th- but this opinion matters and and I further I don't see <clears throat> I don't see how having too many events can damage somebody. The only thing that damages them, Bubba Joe, is their FOMO, right? Or maybe, potentially, let's look at it from the other side of the coin, maybe they are damaged. Bubba Joe, elaborate on this for a second while I change my batteries. Can a player be damaged if they don't have the time to invest in the game? Does that widen the gap between them and their competition if they, and, and should it, is it fair that that they may only have an hour a day to put into the game, but you have six. But you're the same well, ops level. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously something about that, right? I mean, I don't have the 10 or 11 hours a day to put into grinding the rep. I would love to be able to grind rep endlessly like some people do. I get some rep grind in. I occasionally, there'll be a day where I have nothing else going on, and I will go ahead and grind for multiple hours on end. I don't have that. I don't have that kind of time, but there are people that do, and that's fine. They get to advance that aspect of the game a little bit faster than I do. But, I mean, that's that's the nature of any game where participation is rewarded with rewards, right? And the more you're able to participate, the more rewards you're able to get, the more you're able to grind chests from hostiles, uh, reputation, mine specific things that require active mining. It's not a... it It's... But it's you know where a majority of the rewards in this game exists is with is within the events and so if there are events you cannot do because you don't have enough time or they take too much time yes there's going to be things that you're going to miss out on but it's going to be a matter of priority what are the events that you absolutely want to do today and have time to do and prioritize that in your gameplay but i mean that's your gameplay is your gameplay i don't think you're you're not going to fall behind by ops levels or or massive mountains of difference between you and the guy next to you um 
guy or girl, no, no sexist here, um, and say, hey, you know, uh, you know, yeah, you may have gotten some extra materials that I didn't get, but it's not like they're going to go four levels, ops levels ahead of you or get some, you know, they're going to get some unique ship. If there was a unique ship out there to be gotten, then you should have prioritized that event, right? I mean, that's it's all about assessing what is most important for your potential gameplay. Well, and I think that's a, a very perfect spot to wrap that up is it is ultimately up to you. And even though this player uh, on Techman's podcast had indicated that he felt like there was too much, he did follow that back up with acknowledging that there are players that have more time than he does and that he just simply prioritizes. I think that was probably about the most gracious way that he could have made his opinion, Bubba Joe, is, is by you know quickly countering himself with, I know I'm not the only person who feels this way, but I also know that there are people different from me. And I think that that is, is super big. My my question then becomes for Scopely, where do we draw that line? Because a player like myself or Bubba Joe or apparently most people in this chat would rather have too much to do than not enough to do, especially during an arc. Listen, we get plenty of downtime between the arcs. And don't think for a second that it's not appreciated by more people than who want to admit it, all right? I know that, that we talk about downtime, and even right now we're talking about, hey, flush us with events, Bubba Joe. But between the arcs, I feel is probably a healthy time for downtime because there are still staples we got to do. There's still data that we've got to accumulate. There's still security codes or board probes, and maybe busy event days prohibit us from doing our routine housework, right, Bubba Joe? Yep. So would it be would it be fair to say that during the arc, load us down, give us more than we could possibly handle, but we're okay with a little bit of downtime between the arcs, which I feel like has, has always been the reason that they do it, Ripper. They have specifically come to us and said, we do downtime between the arcs because players – have overwhelmingly asked for it, right? That's why the calendar is typically lighter between the arcs. It's housekeeping time. On the other hand, I might be being a hypocrite, Bubba Joe. Resurrection Hunter in the chat says, downtime of any kind is horrible. And and maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe downtime between the arcs is also not as appreciated. But even for me, who loves a jam-packed calendar, I do enjoy catching my breath in between the arcs, Bubba Joe, when there's nothing really at stake, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah? We good? Yeah? Some people are saying, I still want jam-packed calendars between the arcs. There's probably a mental health attitude, you know, towards having a break once in a while. <laughs> All right. On the other hand, Sky Marshall says, listen, is Faction Hunt actually a break? Probably not. <laughs> Uh, AK loves Faction Hunt though AK loves Faction Hunt I gotta put that out there too Two points (laughs) The the Faction Hunt that we got Between the breaks is better than the Faction Hunt We got for the holiday so there's that Well that's true true. I actually really really like The Faction Hunt for the holiday Let's talk about the holiday events Did you wanna wanna, We're we're almost out of time I I was gonna say we've got got 20 minutes left the holiday events if we miss the holiday events, I'm not going to lose any sleep. We can talk about those. But let's talk about the research. I think the research is a good thing to talk about. Okay. 
let, let's do research real quick. We can briefly touch on the holiday events. Then we have to take our final break and do grades because we really actually only have about 20, 30 minutes left uh, in this show. So uh, research this month in your territory tree. All right, 21 new nodes, right, Ripper? 21 new nodes were created for the benefit. Plus, yes. Yeah, 21 total. 21 total new nodes created for the benefit of the community, of which 16 of them were for 40 plus. Okay, and you can see them. Uh, if you open up your territory research tree, it's not hidden to anybody that I'm aware of. I, I don't think it's hidden. Uh, to, to anybody, uh, even Ops 30. If you look right past Territory Conqueror, uh, you have Breach Assault. Breach Assault that begins this 16-node, very clustered uh, group of research right here, Bubba Joe. But earlier in the tree, in the very first column, Warp Coil Enhancement, Meridian Fortification. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Then you come over here to about column, what, 12 or so? Full impulse. Okay, I don't even know where all of them are. There was a couple. Let's see, there's three. Where's the fourth and fifth one? Uh, cloaking wavelength and cloaking beacons that are right next to the column previous to full impulse. Oh, yeah, I ignored those because cloaking. Uh, anyway, <laughs> 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 there you go. All right, so there's your five. Okay, cloaking wavelength beacon, which by the way was argued cloaking wavelength and beacon by maxing those and every if everybody in the game maxed those then everybody's at net zero. So good job Scopely. That that is about as much a material sink as uh, vaults and warehouses right there. Just FYI. I don't really get why that was <laughs> added in the way that it was. If you listen, Ripper, to be honest with you, I said this when, when we talked about it. Analytically, if everybody maxes these, all right, everybody's at a net zero. Truthfully, from a game design perspective, it's pure genius, okay? It's material sync for absolutely no benefit. I mean, it's pure genius, truthfully. Yeah, well... Sure, but okay, fine. I mean, but I'm not putting any points into either one of those. Not because there it's a net zero, but because I don't care, and I don't care, right? I don't care about cloaking, <laughs> and I don't care about. Okay, so you hit me while you were cloaked. I'm I'm super happy for you. Like it's completely irrelevant. I'm gonna put one point into them, just to do a research. Put, uh, I'll do the correct. level one. I put one point. Yeah, I'll, level one. I'll do the level one for an event, you know, because it, it's got the power. But let's talk about these other three, which we've done some pretty deep enhance, uh, pretty deep uh, conversation on, on at least one of these. Let's talk about warp coil enhancement, a 40% bonus to warp speed. Beautiful. Love it. Yep. Okay. Love that. I mean, guys, I, over the last, say, year, let's talk about territory capture. Over the last year, if you were based in origin space a year ago to fly to Groombridge to do an armada, I mean, I got to be honest with you. I really genuinely do feel like I'd have to go back and watch a video from a year ago, but I feel like I'm less than half of the time now. I really do. I feel like it's a two or three minute warp for me now where I felt like it used to be six or seven minutes. That's significantly. It's significantly way faster. What, what, what it was. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm digging. I'm digging anything warp speed. You know, Bubba Joe might have even convinced me that maybe I shouldn't ignore extra shards of 11 of 11 when they become available because tearing him up is going to improve the warp speed even more. Eh, I, that's what I said. But then I got to thinking, Bubba, 
I really do kind of like all the incremental warp speed changes. I mean, so let me, individually, let me it may not be much, but when you add them all together, just like I was talking about with my mining, incrementally, it might not be a whole lot. This exocomp might only get you 3000 an hour, but you take that and this and this and this and that and that and that and that and this, and now all of a sudden I'm at 118000 an hour. Warp speed is no different. Go ahead, Bubba. So what do you want to do with your miners? I know you don't prioritize mining. You'd rather PvP and hit things, but what do you want to do with your miner? What do you do with your miner? I get my stuff as quickly as possible, and I go the F home. Right. And so, you know, if the two things you have to do with a miner are warp someplace and sit on a mine, isn't making both of those faster good? I never said it wasn't good. <laughs> I never said that it wasn't good. I just I just don't know that I would prioritize an auction, for example. I don't know that I would spend 10,000 materials for a tier up of 11 of 11. Then, on the other hand, it's another dime to go in my piggy bank, right? Yep. Yep. And what I, I had to remind myself, even Bubba Joe, of famous colloquialisms from Ultimate DJs. This is a game of nickels and dimes. Every 10 cents you can put in your pocket is going to be just a little bit better. All right. That research at 40% doesn't seem like a lot, but it's noticeable. And, and you put that on top of everything else. It, you go back a year, go watch a video from Rev Deuce a year ago and, and see if you can find one where he warped from origin space to Groombridge and, and look at it now. Same for me. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm over half. Like, I, I, I've reduced it by over half. Pretty sure I used to be like six to seven minutes, and I'm down to like two, three minutes now. Right? It's crazy. So, so the research is fantastic. The warp coil is very useful. It's very cheap to complete. I used it for daily. You know, you have the daily research requirement. Mm -hmm. It's a great thing to just throw it, do one level of it, and you're done. Unless you're at Ops 51 Plus, you got to do two. You do two levels of it, and you're done, right? It's a very cheap way to have done that daily. Uh, we've talked. I've gone on and on and on about Meridian fortification. We don't need to rehash that here. It's fantastic. <laughs> does anybody Full not impulse. like? Does anybody not like that one? You know what? I did have one person who told me <laughs> it was pointless. I don't think he understood the math on it. I, I don't know if he had actually done it. He probably looked at it and then was like, you know, well that's stupid. You know, adding. I think he thought that it would add ten thousand to his final figure. So it was like, well, big deal. I went from twenty-five to thirty-five. I don't think he understood how it worked, but he was hating on it. I, I tried to explain it to him. I have no idea if he actually ended up doing it or not. I hope he did. We told you from day one it was a base modification. What else did I say from day one? I said Vidar hunters were likely going to hate this. I think we have seen that manifest. Okay, Jonathan Ingram yeah. says, now I can't get as much of DJ's Isogen. Looter says, I liked being able to raid Isogen. Jonathan Ingram says, I hate it. Kel says, less meridians over cargo to steal from. All right. Uh, K21 says, I don't like meridian fortification. I actually have to mine my own isogen now instead of picking it up off other people. On the other hand, Gopher says, meridian fortification is the best of the lot. All right. Bill's Mafia says, I can get up to 258,000 protection now with that and a full protection crew. All right. This is a very this goes back to the same polarizing issue that the Meridian originally presented, Bubba Joe, except now yep. the, the, the positions are flip flopped. Right. You hated Meridian. Uh, Vidar Hunters loved it. 
you love this research. Vidar hunters hate this research. It's just, it's one of those yin and yang things. Okay. It yep. is straight up yin and yang with this research. Uh, a lot of people really, really like it. I ain't going to lie. I maxed it out as soon as I could because that just lets me keep more of my isogen in my base and less in Jonathan Ingram's base because <laughs> he would hit me so, daily. <laughs> but let's daily. talk about the one that we haven't really talked about and doesn't get a little talk about because we haven't had a lot of it. It's one of those things that's kind of very subtle. Let me guess. And that's the guess. full. Imp- okay. I was going to say full impulse. Man, yes. this is massive, folks. Right? Massive. Right. It's huge. This research, to be honest with you, Bubba Joe, if I'm grading the five researches that were available to every player in the game, this is the number one research. Case in point, I have shared with you a time or two how much I hate that I have to do my dailies in a capital city. All right? I have to do my dailies uh, in, well, I was doing them in Kronos. By the way, my Romulan rep is now $1 billion, so I've been able to move on. I've been able to to start on another faction. Yes, please, pat me on the back. Pat, thank you. There we go. Yeah, we got some congratulatory responses in there. That's <laughs> good. You. $1 billion in my Romulan. So now... I have uh, I've started to to hunt in Romulus so that I can start working on Klingon and, and Federation. Anyway, my, my, I digress. What I hated about these systems, Bubba Joe, I hate many things about these systems, but what I hate amongst the most is if there is anybody else in that system when I go, okay? Because if anybody else is in that system when I go, all right, invariably, they're going to, and I know, I know what I'm going to sound like. You guys can go ahead and, and break out my whiny butt. All right, go ahead and break out your, your accusations of me being a crybaby because I am on this point, all right? When I'm in there killing heavies, Bubba Joe, all right, two or three heavies to a hull, and I've got my second ship in there to kill the lights when they spawn, nothing, nothing miffs me more. Then when someone's in there and they snipe my hostile. That's right, Captain Planet. They're stealing <laughs> my hostiles. I know. Wilkins says, how dare they? Beaver Beaver says, oh, my God, this drives me crazy. Uh, Lord Pete says, it angers me so much. I am so glad that I am not alone. Ha- yet, Ivana Vaughn makes fun of me and says, your hostiles? That's right. They're my... <laughs> See, and I've actually even said this before, Bubba Joe. They're not anybody's hostels. Your name ain't written on it, okay? It spawns, it spawns, you go get it. And, and I have legit held myself back from being super mouthy with people who come up there, especially my ops level. If somebody rolls up there and they're an ops 43, if somebody rolls up there and they're an ops 43 and they got a 7 million jelly, all right, you can bring another ship. This is, by the way, this is not official talking trek position. This is DJ's ranting for a second. <laughs> if you're gonna do your dailies in a freaking capital system, you best bring two ships. Server fifteen. Listen, big country, Bubba Joe, has had to have not one and not two, but three separate conversations with me because I have killed blue ships in a capital system if 
they are targeting a light hostile while I'm there hunting. And I've, I've, I've destroyed their ships. All right. And then they'll say, why? That was out of ROE. <laughs> which which wait, is. They, wh- they just. They, wait, they <laughs> sent you a message and didn't just kill you? Well, no. They didn't just kill why me. Why not? Why not? I well, that's what I said. I, that's what I said. I was like, come back and fight me. Or yeah, use that ship. Or use that ship. They would have just killed you. Use that ship that you want to fight me with and use it to kill your heavies. <laughs> now, I know. I'm a super hypocrite on this. Okay. I'm a super hypocrite on this. I've always said they're nobody's hostiles. If you can outrun somebody, so be it. That's fine. Go get your hostiles. I've always said that, Bubba Joe. Okay. Was that hostile going to spawn if you weren't there to kill the heavy? No, it wouldn't have. I know that for a fact. Then it's your hostile. I know that for factual speaking. Okay. Um, it might. That's actually what somebody said to me, Karkin. It might have shown. Yes, retrieving says yes, it would. You're right. But maybe 20 minutes later. Okay. It wouldn't have shown up at that second had I not just killed that heavy. But that was the argument. They would have shown. I actually crazy crazy i'm not going to name any names i actually had someone message me at one time that said i was here first say what this is like live ops responding to me and ripper say what now what you talking about with us i was here first anyway listen i'm a super hypocrite you cannot do as i say not as i do i have always said you know go get your hostels go do what you need to do but there is nothing more enraging all right, there is nothing more enraging than than sacrificing an expensive ship on heavies, all right, only to lose that light that you that you have been waiting on, right? Like you've killed three heavies and finally a light trader shows up and you lose it, right? <laughs> like <sighs> I need 25 of those boogers. All right? I need 25 of them. So I uh, I've started just I've started killing people. Okay? Yes, the heavies do count. Bring that third ship for people. Wilkins, I, <laughs> I have, Cargan, And that's why Big Country gets messages about me. Wilkins, yes, the heavies do count, but they're so much more expensive. Okay? They're so much more expensive. Uh, and Retrieving says, well, don't sacrifice your ship to heavies. Wait for the littles. It does take forever, as Stevens Aaron points out. I need 25. It takes hours. I used to wait before I could kill heavies. Now I can kill heavies, and, and I'd rather do it faster. That said, oh, Cal, you're right. Misdirected anger. We should be mad at Scopely instead for the spawn rates. Trust me, Capital City systems are not changing, okay? They love it the way it is. They love it for this reason right here, Bubba Joe. I get miffed. I kill someone. They complain to my admiral. They kill somebody else. War breaks out. Who wins? Scopely. Scopely wins, okay? They love the Capital City systems just the way they are, all right? Just just telling you. They love them. Now, that said, I, I... am now put in a position, Bubba Joe, where maybe I don't quite have to kill quite as many people, okay, because of full impulse. It is shocking to me, Bubba Joe, how many people on my server have not done this research because I am now outrunning everybody. And it's great. I don't, as a matter of fact, I, I will target. If somebody's going for a light, I'll still target them but then I break off my attack because I'm like, oh, I'm going to beat him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, so I don't have to worry about it. All right? And, and that is helping. I might still lose one or two. And for the record, I don't lose my bananas 
on on one lost light. I know I'm not going to get them all. It's when they when they get you like three or four times in a row, Bubba Joe. That's when that's what really makes me grind my teeth. Okay. That's when you throw your lights up, flash them up, let them know that you got. That's right. That's when I'll. You know what, Karkin? Even then, I won't kill them. I'll target them once, maybe target them a second time, chase them around a little bit. But when they when they just keep going, then I'm I'm just gonna kill them. Which is not the right thing to do, by the way. No, I'm not a bully. I'm oh, not a bully. Don't lie. It's the right thing to do. You got to hold your ground. <laughs> I'm not your ground. Battle Beast is asking me if I'm a bully. No, I think I'm an extremely passive player. All right, extremely passive. But but man, you don't understand. You don't understand the burden of having to kill 25 Capital City traders. Okay, <laughs> it's 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 bad. It's probably the most horrid thing in this game outside of grinding reputation. All right. So, anywho, uh, I had to tell a funny story about Full Impulse and why it is my number one. Hodor says passive. Okay, Hodor is one that I've had to actually kill. Hodor, it's good to see you here. I didn't know that you back. You know, this is the first time he's ever chatted. He he must be listening to the show, but this is the first time he's ever popped up and, and spoken about this particular topic because Hodor and I have actually butted heads in a capital city system. I recognize his name. I've killed his ship. All right. Listen, it's not with malice. It's not with malice, dude. I love you. I love you to death. But oh my God, like there are there are crews. There are many crews that will allow players now to go in there and kill heavies that they weren't used to be able to do. All right. It just players just need to to realize their own capabilities, Bubba Joe. Either that or don't do any of the full impulse. And let me do it, and then I don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> number one research. Number one new research. <laughs> oh, Alros is calling uh, Hodor to the stage. Let the victim of DJ's heinous crime speak to the people. I would gladly let him come up here and speak. Uh, because he was friendly about it. But, but yes, I have, I have killed his ship uh, because of this exact scenario. Go ahead, Bubba. So the the five research nodes, three of them are I think we've said are all very relevant. Mm-hmm. Fourth is the fourth and fifth or whatever. Boo. The the new nodes, the new nodes have some usefulness. And I would say the only minor negative that I've encountered so far is that the new the forty plus nodes are very expensive on ISO emulsion. And granted we got the Meridian, which has some better refining options, but I can't keep up with them. Even doing maximum refines of all three, it's just too, too many, too much ISO emulsion that you need to complete these. I think there needs to be a step up for ISO emulsion uh, refinement to be able to get some of these. So I, that, that'd be my only thing is that I think they started these off just a little bit too high. And that, you know, I think there needs to be some sort of looking at giving us more ISO emulsion. Well, do keep in mind, and, and by the way, not defending it. I, I understand the logic behind this or, or their design process. These are 40 plus. Uh, your refines do cost more. All right. Your refines do cost more, but you're also getting uh, exponentially more ISO emulsion on a daily basis, Bubba. Uh, just for kicks and giggles. I don't know if Stevens Aaron has the chart handy, but Bubba Joe, if I'm not mistaken, you're pulling north of 100 thousand iso emulsion per day true or false uh just north yeah north of a hundred thousand a day i get fourteen thousand or maybe it's twenty four thousand i don't know but it's it's 
it's crazy. Now, Captain Planet says, oh, that makes me sick. It shouldn't. It's actually meant to compensate for the exact reason that Bubba Joe is talking right here. The higher ops level researches cost significantly more isogen. Okay. Right. So, uh, so that's true. So, so to give you an example, the level two of blindsided explorers, because I've got all the level ones done because we had research events. But the level two of blindsided explorers, which is the first row, is 164,000 ISO emulsion, right? That's that's a full day to do just the level two. If I go and start looking at the level three of enhanced research, it's 250,000, right? This is a ton of ISO emulsion, even if I'm getting a little bit north of 100,000 a day. It is a it it is. I, I'm not saying it needs to like we need to get like an extra zero on what we're getting or something like that, but there needs to be a little bit more to be able to compensate for these, you know, we already have, and I don't think there's a lot of people that have completed the tree unless they spent a ton of money. We already have things further back in the tree that we want to do that are three or four or 500,000 ISO emulsion to do. So we're already trying to save up for some of those. These just seem like they started off a little bit too high in my opinion. So that's the only minor, minor nitpick to this research tree. But otherwise the research tree is fantastic. The research has been good. And I, and again, like I, I do, uh, yeah, there you go. Take a look at this ISO chart. And this only goes up to 50. We probably need to go back and revisit this. This was before G5 expansion. Uh, but you take a look at the... Uh, and, of course, now we have to go back and look at the fact that there are four chests. Also, the cost wouldn't be the same. But, yeah, like, so, for example, uh, let's take a look here. Four chest on ISO emulsion. Five. Okay, I'm going to have to do a calculator here. So... 5,500 times 4 plus 44,000 plus uh, 20,000. Okay, uh, I might have been a little bit short. Now, Bubba says that he is getting a little bit north of a, of 100,000. My math is only showing 86,000, but there's probably something since this, since this chart was made. This chart was made when Territory originally launched. So there's Meridian, uh, Extra Refine, uh, and I think they may have actually just changed the amount of, of isogen that came in those chests as well. I think at one time it was increased. Anyway, long story short, okay, long story short, it is very expensive. And and to your point, Bubba, I agree it is expensive, but I think that was kind of the point of it, of them being ops locked to a higher levels because you're getting more isogen. Me, for example, I'm the same way. I've got level one blindside explorers. The cost is exactly the same, 164000 except it's going to take me nine days to get enough isogen to do that research. So, um, you know, I think this was probably a mechanic to, that was intended to be a little bit slower. Or something hasn't come yet, Bubba. Something hasn't come yet that will allow us to uh, get more isogen or refine it better or whatever. We don't know because we have constantly reminded ourselves of, of these things that pop up and Scopely actually has a plan in the background. We just haven't seen it yet. Uh, hopefully that may be the case here because these researches are expensive, but man, are they good. All right. There's, yep. there's new research and building speed, which, you know, listen, an ops 25 or 30 may not feel that that's really important. I remember being in my younger ops. I didn't feel like those speed researches were real important, Bubba Joe. They are now. Okay. They are now. I mean, when, it, when a building takes 180 days, okay, Research for speed matters a gazillion percent. 
All right, like it's that's just, so cute. You said 180 days. That was so cute. That's where I'm at now. My buildings, on average, are, are 100 to 150 days, and you're ops 54. You're 10 levels above me. All right, yeah, that yes, yeah, so cute. Jonathan Ingram says a thousand days for some. So yep. yeah, Resurrection Hunters got one right now for 800 days, guys. I'm telling you, the speed research is going to make a huge difference eventually. All right, uh, we are over our time. Um, the holiday events, I guess. We'll maybe have to wait on Bubba. I mean, Christmas. Christmas was straightforward. I didn't have any problems with Christmas. The event store was small but nice. Uh, I tell you what, sixty seconds on the Christmas events, Bubba. I mean, they didn't knock my socks off. They weren't, you know, amazing or anything like that. But I mean, it was a event decent, rewards were good. Yeah, it was a decent little direct acquisition event store. I didn't mind it. It wasn't great, but I wasn't, you know, I wouldn't have said. Take it away. If this is all we get, so we bah humbug on you. Just, I'd rather not have anything. No, I'm not going to say that. It was okay. It there was, was direct one thing, acquisition. I, I disagree. There was one thing that was 100% worth talking about, and they put Honor Guard Wharf in that event store. They limited the number of shards. Fine. I don't like that. Fine. But getting 55 uh. shards of Honor Guard Wharf at a better rate than you will in the next event store if you compare – what you were spending those event store rewards versus things like faction credits and other things. It was actually better to get the officers in this event store than the other event store. But so, you know, honor guard wharf there was a huge improvement. The other officers meh, but it was, I, I think that was a huge thank you for the year. Good year from Scopely to put such a highly prominent PVP officer in there. Uh, that's that's new that's very very new so bubba joe giving christmas events two thumbs up only to turn around and poo poo on the new year's eve event uh which (laughs) which we don't need to talk a whole lot about obviously there was a big kerfluffle all right they issued a comp today yes some players ended up with a little bit of an edge it's happened before it will happen again just best not to lose sleep over it okay an accident happened some players got the benefit of it i remember Bubba Joe, back in October when the Ultra thing happened. You remember when the Ultra launched and only one pull satisfied the entire event? It was supposed to be like 10 pulls. And and somebody got under my skin. I shouldn't have let it. But somebody got under my skin by saying, well, DJ's okay with it because he got the benefit. You remember that? Uh, let me just say, officially and on the record, I did not get the benefit of this Swarm event. I would have loved to have gotten the benefit of the Swarm event. All right. I did not. I did not. I wasn't even online. You guys, 75 pings is what brought me online that day. Um, I did not. And I still say, listen, bugs sometimes happen. It's kind of a poopy thing. Uh, At least they acknowledged it. Communication was lackluster that day. I reamed them on that. Um, But they came out with a nice chest today. And uh, of a highly valued officer, Bubba Joe, is what it is. Okay. I mean, bugs are going to happen. Mistakes are going to happen. Uh, and sometimes players will gain a small edge. Uh, really, truthfully, what is truthfully what is 500 mats in the grand scheme of your Star Trek Fleet Command career? It's very, very little. Okay, so if somebody did pick up 500 materials on you, you know, good for them. And we, now our special giveaway of 500 materials. Yeah, and now uh, <laughs> right after this break, we're going to give away 500 materials, everybody. It's the best thing you could win this year. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm just I'm just saying. I, I agree. I agree. The rewards would have been nice. I'm not saying that they couldn't have been. Uh, but we've always we've always listen. Event reset is a dangerous time. We've always said that, right, Bubba Joe? There, it's high risk, high reward. Okay, this is an example where it could have been high reward for you. But then there's other examples where 
directives don't count, and it's high risk. You know what I'm saying, Bubba? Or, I mean, we, we, we talked about or this. Or you reset your minor and you get no points. You reset your minor and you get no points. Event reset is a dangerous time. It is high risk, high reward. I've always encouraged people to wait, which was why I was not in game at that moment to do Swarm. This is one event where I wish I had been. All right? But I wasn't. I'm not burning anything down over that. If somebody got a couple of mats and got some extra steel because they were there willing to brave the risk at event reset, good for them. You got it, Jayberg. Event reset is Russian roulette in this game. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not. Okay? Got to take a final break. We are way over our time. Got a hint to do, too. So I tell you what, we'll take a break right here. My name is Ultimate DJs. We'll be back right after this with your final grades and a hint and some prize contest giveaways. Don't go anywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a sec. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Carnivore Cruise Lines. Five days, six nights, and four half-starved leopards. Welcome back to predictions for 2022. Cut! Cut! We got a camera guy with his mask off. Uh, okay. Cover them up. Let's start over. Take it away. Hello, boys and girls. It's Cut. time for... Cut. Now what? Boys and girls? Did you really just assume someone's gender in 2022? Oh, my bad. I didn't realize it was such a black and white issue at this point. Hello? I don't see color. Seriously? Yeah, okay. I'm going to give it another shot. Can you not say shot? People are very divided over these boosters. But that phrase has been around forever. Like the patriarchy. You really should apologize to the whole staff. You know what? I predict you'll need a new host for this show because I'm out of here. Gosh, people are becoming so sensitive these days. If this was the last dance of the night Will you join me till the morning light? There's the night away cause it feels right Welcome back, everybody. Good evening. Yes, it's a rave. It's a rave in the Talking Trick Studios. All right, yeah. What's up? It's Can't Stop Me, Afrojack. I love, man, this Bubba Joe. I told you that it's been it's been like the longest rave of my life uh, in the DJ's household. And uh, I've got... Um, an Amazon playlist that I've just been playing. It's like it's probably like four or five hours long. Just been playing it on repeat, playing it on repeat, playing. It on re- I love it, man. This 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 like older house dance techno, like mm, it's been feeding my soul. Love it. <laughs> been digging it. Uh, I don't know how well that one's going to translate to uh, to podcast. It was very it was very busy. I, I've been enjoying it as well, DJ. That's that's been great. I, you know, it's I. I, I love that more than the country. <laughs> well, you know, people wanted some some more styles of music, and I'm like, okay, no problem. Um, Bubba, in the last three minutes, you've disappeared, and you now sound like you're in an airplane. 
It's, it's the magic of editing. It's, it's been three it's minutes. Editing. I apologize. I'm still in the car. I will. I will be back at my microphone soon. Okay. Okay. Because because you're 15 minutes late. I mean, not really 15 minutes late because it's only been three minutes. <laughs> Just say we're time travelers here. We're time travelers. To anybody listening in podcast, this has been a time traveling moment. Um. So okay. All right. We are. We're through. Right. No. Bubba Joe sends me a message during the break. He says, dude. Dude, we can't issue grades without one final piece of conversation. And and I felt like we touched on one of these guys. We touched on one of them. We talked about Grush. Bubba Joe, you wanted to spend a couple of minutes on the officers uh, that were acquired this past month. Let's talk about those cool cats uh, right before we get ready to issue our final grades and make 11 people winners here today. All right, uh, that's what uh, that's what we got coming up. So we got Galron, uh, right? He was new. We've got yep. uh, Martok. Martok. Were those the only two? Yeah, those two and and Grush, right? So Galron and Martok were acquired this month. Let's take a quick peek at Galron. Galron uh, followed in the same footsteps. It looks like as Tomalock last month, Bubba Joe in which his captain's ability is increasing energy weapon damage. Uh, okay. But his officer ability, which is a PvP version of Beverly Crusher, essentially. We've talked about how great Beverly is in the last show. Uh, arguably, probably the PvE officer of the year, right? And now we see Galron, who appears... Ripper could confirm that this is not PvE-centric. It's not specific to PvP. It's across the board. Galrod increasing shield deflection by 200% of crew health. And this is at base, of course, with promotion. He's going to get better. So increasing shield deflection. That is a mitigation statistic. That is a defensive mitigation statistic similar to uh, maybe... 5 of 11, except she does all three categories. This one's singular, right? Correct. I would label Correct. him more as a uh, Marcus counter. I was going to say an anti-Marcus. Absolutely. Marcus increases shield piercing. So, and and Karkin, you had even mentioned on the last show, you were kind of excited about having a few officers now that give you the opportunity to defend against the triangle buster. Bubba Joe, the thing that I find... I don't want to say disappointing about this officer, uh, but the thing that I find that it's going to be difficult for me to adopt and use him is that, A, he's at a wild statistical disadvantage today against an officer like Marcus. But again, just like Marcus, he's very target-specific. He's extremely target-specific. But so are Sharbenik, so is Kang, so is Marcus. Bubba, have you found yourself excited about Gowron? I'm not excited about him yet because I only have him at tier two, right? So just like those officers, those epic officers who were okay at tier one and two, they really started to shine at tier four and five. And these rares are going to be in a similar fashion. You're really going to need to get them to tier four and five uh, to be able to really use their, their abilities effectively. But they are specifically targeted and can help you target specific hostels or specific players uh and i like the fact that they are uh giving players an option to counter either a specific hostel or a specific officer that's opposing them 
Let's, um, for just a second, talk about the ramifications on two different ends of the ops scale. First, Bubba Joe, let's take a look at it from the ops 52-plus community, where your hostels now actually have extremely dramatic ship-style statistics, right? Like, uh, the hostels that you're fighting, they have extremely exaggerated areas of piercing and mitigation, correct? Correct. So these officers now, much like the Marcus, much like the Charvenic or the Kang, these officers now are giving you an opportunity to, uh, to defend better against these deep-level hostiles. But do you feel that this officer will eventually outweigh the benefits of, say, 5 of 11? I don't know if it's going to outweigh 5 of 11, but it is something that you can consider using with 5 of 11, right? Maybe when you have this maxed, it's better than adding the 5 of 11 stat, right? You can go 5 and 7 and this or something to maximize the most you can if if 5 is not maximizing your mitigation already. Uh, but but really, to me, it's it's targeting the hostels that you want to hit, whether that be traders or you're trying to farm parts for interceptors or farm parts for explorers right so allowing you an additional crew option to target those specifically is i think very beneficial well and one thing that we've talked about especially since the summer arcs with tng is providing players with additional officer options maybe the option to multitask instead of just doing you know, one defined crew, which is something, Ripper, that you've been really advocating for with Scopely. You uh, are on record saying, listen, there should not be a standard crew for anything PvE, right? And and I feel yeah. like we've kind of seen that uh, over the last several months, even maybe dating back to, to April, Bubba Joe, where Swarm now, uh, for Franklin A users, is using... Uh, a crew that does not involve Pike Moreau Talon, for the most part. Some some players are. Some players are. But there is going to come a point where Pike Moreau Talon is no longer the most ideal officer combination set to use, I believe. Ripper, didn't we didn't we figure that there was kind of a break-even point in where, say, for example, Jayla, Kang, and Beverly are going to be better than Pike Moreau Talon eventually, correct? Uh, yes, I, I think there's maybe a different set of officers, but yeah, uh, that, you know, Pike, Moreau, Talon will not be the most effective one. Not not forever. And and therefore lies, and of course you still can, it's just maybe not the most efficient, but again, to Bubba's point, this comes back and provides players with options. Uh, and specifically, in this case, a very... Narrow option, Bubba Joe, but highly effective at later ops or later tiers. Highly effective at at specifically a set of targets. Now, uh, on the lower level range, all right, lower ops level players are going to look at this and say, okay, well, maybe there's a PvP benefit here. Uh, because at, let's say, tier one, tier one, and this is uh, an important thing, I think, for players to realize, at tier one, Galron is giving you 200% of health to shield deflection. Now, I don't know if there's a ton of players in the game that still have Admiral Marcus or Alexander Marcus at Tier 1, but there could be, all right? Let's not pretend for a second, Bubba, that everybody has him maxed because he is an epic officer. 
and there are new players joining the game every single day. If you have a maxed Marcus, he's still easily going to overpower Galron, especially at these early stages. But a maxed Galron is six uh, is still only 1,400% as compared to a Marcus at 1,600%, right? Those are both at Tier 5. However, Galron probably a little bit easier to get there, being that he's a rare. But Bubba, here's what I found to be really, really interesting for younger players. Galron at Tier 1 is 200%. Marcus at Tier 1 is only 100%. Galron is an actual bona fide, real counter to an early-level Marcus for younger players on younger servers who might be starting to get into some PvP. And again, K21, you say Marcus is in transporters, and you say easier to max. But for a veteran player, all right, for a veteran player, Marcus is has... I would say is probably relatively easy to max. But notice my disclaimer I said at the beginning. For younger players on younger servers, okay, Galron is an out-of-the-box immediate counter in rare form to an epic officer, all right? And, Bubba, we have talked, even, like, we have all said, I think veteran players do feel, like you've said it, Big Country has said it, that so far, not any officer in the game as far as battle, PvE or PvP, no officers in the game have come out that are better than anything we had before. There, are, there have been some good utility officers, but in battle, PvE, PvP, maybe arguably Beverly, all right? There's not many new options in the game as far as entire crew sets that are better than some of the legacy sets. However... For newer players on newer servers. You kind of get where I'm going here? All right. There's increased opportunity. Think of this. Go back in time three years, Bubba Joe, when you were a new player and you didn't have anything maxed. All right. Was it easier? Well, maybe two years. Let's go back two years. All right. And you didn't have a whole lot of stuff maxed out yet. Was it easier to get then current content? Or was it easier to go back and pick up on the recycled content that Scopely launched a year year earlier? Right? Yeah, we lost Bubba Joe. Ripper, Scopely is not known for sourcing with any kind of regularity or consistency previous content. So starting even with the next generation, newer players to the game do have replacements. There is a better crew, potentially, than Pike and Moreau if they were here during TNG, right? Karkin, was it easier to get TNG officers during the TNG arc, or was it easier still to go back and get Pike and Moreau? Am I, am I struggling here? <laughs> is anybody? No, I, okay. I get what you're saying. <laughs> All right. So, so my point here is that, yeah, Bubba Joe, there can be a longer-term benefit to this officer, but I think like the TNG officers, th- this set of officers, Galron uh, in particular, and uh, Martok, are a easier-to-obtain officer to do a similar set of abilities as an officer that was released three years ago. And very possibly, as K21 points out, well, it's transporter patterns. That's easy. For a veteran player, Sure. But a new player to the game who doesn't have any officers maxed and therefore not earning transporter patterns, Marcus is just as far out of sight as Picard is, for example. As a matter of fact, Picard has been more accessible than Marcus. 
since the summer. So we talk about Gowron and Martok, which Martok doing something very, very similar. We'll talk about him just for a second. Martok coming in here and doing the exact same thing, uh, but for Dodge, increasing the ship's Dodge. Same percentages, same tiers, same everything as Gowron, but doing it for Dodge, basically being an anti-Kang. All right, Kang increasing uh, accuracy. All right, so these officers who are here now may potentially, Bubba Joe, be out-of-the-box counters that are easier to get for players who are struggling to go back and pick up three years' worth of content, especially with the Ultra Change, right? I mean, it's going to be harder to get a maxed officer today and therefore harder to start getting transporter patterns today because of the size and the number of, of officers that are available in the Ultra. So that said, Bubba, how do you feel about these these two officers here? <laughs> oh, we lost Bubba. Karkin? He's having trouble with his mic. Uh, I he, see uh, that. was in and out typing some tests. I, like I said, I, as soon as I saw them and saw that we had the potential for... W- the game has always had the paper, rock, scissors equivalent with the the way fighting went, you know, with the triangle. And so it's nice that there's something finally for the super buildup that Marcus, Sharv, and Kang could always give in situations. And that's true. Take a look in the chat right now uh, as we're talking about sourcing. Uh, Black Widow says, yes, I feel like it is pretty hard today to start getting maxed officers. Once you start getting a couple, then it it does start to roll. It does get easier. But getting to start accumulating transporter patterns, it is a challenge today. All right? Now <laughs> – if you go back and you, you know, watch our video from March of 20 and start, you know, with the faction recruit token method, you will fast track your way towards transporter patterns. But it does come at a little bit of a cost as far as faction credits. Go ahead, Bubba Joe. So uh, sorry about that. I, you know, I always have connection issues trying to go from my Bluetooth back to my headset. Uh, so a couple of things. One, you said we haven't gotten a better officer except maybe Beverly. I would argue that Honor Guard Wharf is better Correct. for PvP than, yep. than Khan is. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I think the biggest thing here is even if you're not fully matching, say you're 200% versus a 400%, you are reducing the effectiveness. One of the things we've talked about in the PvP events we have had, and I'm not going to complain about the one we had this month, but uh, again... Uh, but when you have a PvP event and you know exactly what ship you're going to go up against, being able to mitigate the effectiveness of that specific anti-ship officer is very effective, even if you're not fully reducing the effectiveness, just partially reducing the effectiveness is noticeable and measurable. So that's what makes these officers good is you go, I know I'm going to be fighting against explorers, which means they're going to be running this anti-explorer officer. I can run the anti-anti-explorer officer and I'm mm-hmm. and I'm there. The anti anti and and to that exactly. point, to that point, for example, he's talking about discovery PVP, which we had uh, this past month. But let's pretend, Bubba Joe, that we got a good old fashioned rescue the crew event come out this month. All right, I don't know if there is one or not, but let's just pretend that there was. All right, good old fashioned rescue the crew PVP style event in a specialized system. Real quick from the chat, what does increasing your own mitigation do fundamentally, Karkin? What does increase the hull damage? It reduces the hull damage, which allows you to do what? Live longer, fight longer, kill longer. Live longer, which allows you to do what? Get more points. By issuing more damage. (laughs) 
Woo. It was a slow walk. We We're eventually going to get there. This I was, know we are. This was like one of those uh, <laughs> things where like you, you have to fill out all the things in a book. What are those things called uh, where they write a story and you got to fill in like nouns and verbs and adverbs and all this stuff. And then you read a funny, goofy story on, on ad lib ad libs. Yes, that was that was Mad a DJ Mad Libs. Thank you. That was a DJ's Mad Lib right there. Guys, you, Bubba's right. Even if it's not enough to overcome a Marcus, all right, simply by using it to. Uh, to increase your own mitigation, increase your own survivability, which might get you another round or two or three. All two or three or whatever of those rounds that you're living longer are more shots that you're throwing and therefore more damage given. If it's a traditional PvP damage-based event, Bubba Joe, this officer will simply make it easier for you to score points. All right? This officer, like all officers, have a purpose. Time will tell how good they ultimately become. I think mathematically we can say that, you know, hey, this is going to be pretty good eventually. Like you say, Karkin, it's going to be a true triangle buster officer buster. Okay? But it's going to take some time. All right? On the other hand, he's a rare. Right, Bubba Joe? And Mm -hmm. when we do finally get a duality event store, rares are typically, typically able to be invested into heavily all right for me ash tyler was a max tus uhura was a max beverly crusher was a tier four all with event store loot all right so given that these officers are rares it will probably be easier fingers crossed it will be easier to obtain a higher tier of this officer maybe sooner than later possibly all right, so uh, officers definitely deserve uh, a spot in our review. Bubba Joe, it has been a long show. We've talked about a lot of stuff, good and a few bad, okay? I think that we've crossed uh, all of our T's, dotted all of our I's. On our stage, we got Captain Mark, Jesse, Ripper, Karkin, and Bubba Joe. Real quick, before we transition into actually stamping this December research paper, Does anybody have any final comments or anything that just has to be mentioned or brought up or talked about as a highlight of this arc? Anything that we would be remiss not to talk about? Something that deserves to be an influencing factor? They made a good attempt with the events. They had, uh, like, the the Path to Glory or the Cleon Glory and the other one. Like, I just... They could have been a little bit better, but uh, I was excited for them, and some of them were okay, even for as lackluster as they may have been each day. But okay, and bug fixes, bug fixes. Did we did we have many of those? <laughs> Ripper, did we have bug yeah. fixes? Uh, it, it, yeah. All right. I don't know uh, what bug fixes. I don't remember. I'm sure there were some. I just don't remember. There was probably yeah, uh, there was approximately well, oh, the, eleven. The territory, the territory buff. <laughs> oh, buff, buff, buff. Oh, no, the yeah, yeah. How they were broken the at the beginning that. of the month. Yeah, well, they yeah. broke it. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if I count that as a bug fix, just because you know they kind of broke it this month. So I mean, count yeah. kind of balances uh, balances each other out. No, I mean that that <laughs> just shows a lack of testing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They broke it, then they fixed it. You know, like. 
I don't know if that deserves like you know an A plus on the fixing part because you, you didn't break it in the first place. But anyway, um, I, I mean, that, <laughs> sure there was some bug fixes. I approximately I eleven. Guess, I guess so. Supposedly they fixed the, the Amada power display thing. I guess. Yeah. I just looked at the list. Oh, you um, know, I did not even pay attention. Neither did I. Yeah, that yeah. was a big I one. Don't really look at that. Yeah, I completely forgot about it. I, I just sent to Armadas. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't actually check anything. All right, uh, ladies and gents, it is that time. Duality Part Three has wrapped up our year 2021, Bubba Joe, and this is indeed the final monthly art grade of the entire year. After this show, we're completely done with the year 2021 and we look forward to 2022 and right after these final grades i do have a hint uh, to give you from what i understand ripper dropped one during the commercial break well we'll give you his as well bubba joe i've got to save you i've got to save you for last captain mark what's up buddy he dropped a hint right now was something else he dropped he dropped a hint during the commercial break we're gonna have him read it back for you this may be sure <laughs> I'll have him read it back for you in a second. Captain Mark, while you got your, mo- uh, your voice unmuted, uh, let's come to you for your uh, your grade of duality part three. Uh, I'm going to give it a, a B plus. Okay. Um, it had definitely... Uh, it w- I like the fact that it was a, not as jam-packed in, in a time of year where we got so much other stuff going on in real life. Uh, it was nice to not be able to have to be in here 24 hours a day um and what we did get i think was paid up fairly well so it was a uh, a, a nice balance uh that uh, sometimes you don't normally strike in this game okay so b plus for captain mark giving a decent balance to calendar time and event time within the game discussed earlier and Captain Mark weighing in. All right, B plus, Karkin. Your ops. Oh, I'm 30, glad you came 30, next. 34 I now? Have exact contrary to, uh, 34, about to be 35 next auction, let's see. Um, but yeah, I directly contradict, like, con, con, uh, oppose that uh, great, like, the, the one reason I found I was very bored was the huge drop down to a lot of the uh, the scoring I give this month. Like events weren't engaging. Every time I felt excited about an event, it, it almost felt like I was let down. Um, all my preparation for certain events seemed pointless, like the ATA one. The, yep, yep. The, um, uh, but there were a few things that bring it back up, a lot of things we discussed tonight. So I flip-flopped a bit between a C and a D, So, but I'm thinking C-. minus. A C-, minus. okay, and I think that's fair. I um, We didn't even talk about the ATA auction Bubba Joe but man you know I would really appreciate Scopely just trying an ATA only event like nothing else just ATAs alright I mean it's not going to be different in mechanic than any other solo leaderboard ATAs and trades yeah yeah, an ATA themed event alright incorporating power into that is two totally different subjects within this game and even though to Ripper's credit, the points were redistributed this month. It's still heavily favored XP. 
of either officer or ship varieties. So you're right, Karkin. There was no point in saving the trade XP. I mean, I don't want to say no point, all right? I did participate in that leaderboard, and with the trade XP that I spent and all of the assignments that I had banked, I scored over 5 million points. But the winner of my auction scored like 200 million. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So it, yep. it was just, it was too small of an, of an input. All One right. other negative and I found, again, with the tickets, because they were so low. I had, as a free-to-play, I had saved up a bunch of tickets. I didn't make it all the way to the end. I, I think I was two tickets short of being able to take first. But hearing how much of a reduction there, I feel very disappointed that I wasted, used up all those tickets for an event or for t events that potentially gave me 80% less. <clears throat> well, now, don't forget, in, in this particular case, and I didn't mention this earlier with Bubba, but, but I should have, there was a ticketed event... Uh, and, and, you know, whether it was a reduction or error or even an error last month, Bubba Joe, whatever it may be, there was a meta that was being fed by the ticketed events that allowed players to gain additional rewards. I didn't bother to look at that, Bubba, but maybe that potentially helped balance it out a little bit, possibly. But I, I'm not it, – it couldn't have for everybody because it was a solo leaderboard, you know, so – right. So, I don't know. I, I do feel like um, the ticketed events were a little bit more lackluster. And and maybe not even necessarily just with rewards, but I felt like there were fewer of them. I think we only had four days this month of ticketed events, and we we traditionally enjoy like six-plus days of those things, right? Uh, in November, right. we had 12. No, sorry, that's incorrect. We had nine. We had nine days in November because we had it each weekend for three days. So three, six, nine. We had nine uh, total days of ticketed events. That's 27 ticketed events, which also Bubba Joe probably is also contributing to the resource dump that month. Just more events, right? That's what we keep talking about. Yep. Yep. Um, on the other hand, Karkin, I, I would be disappointed for you as well. Um, as far as spending your tickets. However, we did come out on this show and, and maybe remind players. And it wasn't even my observation. It came out of the chat. But uh, in months where we've had an event store since ticketed events, those ticketed events have typically paid decently well in event store loot. So uh, we have mentioned this here not too long ago. When and if we do get an event store, it would be probably my recommendation to consider spending some extra tickets there uh hopefully you have some banked or maybe you need to acquire some but i would imagine that given that an event store could be impending uh at the conclusion of this seasonal arc those ticketed events during that month will feed us more event store loot and could directly provide yeah. and, and could directly provide uh reward acquisition direct reward acquisition all right. Be that Galron or Martok or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I tried to up. win that event, so that's uh, I went all in. Put everything, all the yeah. There you go. I'd have had two more tickets. I'd have had first, but I was two days short. Ah, that's stinky. Ripper, let's come to you first or next, rather. Okay. I'm I'm very curious to hear what random letter of the alphabet we get today. Criminal Ripper, please provide your final grade on Duality Part 3. Gets an S. <laughs>
an S. <laughs> have you used S before? I think you. I feel like you have. No, maybe not. No, that's I satisfactory don't think so. here. I, you know, it, in Canada, it, that's it, a satisfactory it grade. So, so it can mean many things. For me, it means speed. You know, impulse speed, warp speed. I like speed, so it gets an S. <laughs> okay, Scopely getting an S for speed, indicating, indicating that Ripper is satisfied with the speed improvements that we got this month. And I don't disagree with that. There's been a lot of good ones. All right, Super Jesse, we're going to come to you next uh, as we get ready to wrap up our panel and final grades. You know what, uh, Jesse, as you're getting yours ready, uh, we'll come to the chat. Actually, you know what? In fairness, I haven't asked you guys yet. So I'll tell you what, you guys put yours in chat. I want to read your grades as well. Jesse, we'll come to yours uh, next, and then we'll come to the community, get some grades, and as always, we'll finish up with our extreme optimist, Bubba Joe. <laughs> Everybody's laughing because that's hilarious. All right, uh, Super Jesse, final grade for Duality Arc 3, and why? I'm going to give it an A minus. Whoa! Because. Dang, yeah. boy! Okay. Uh, because A, they introduced some cool, cool uh, quality of life additions to the game. They fixed some bugs, like the Armada one, which I really appreciate. They also added some research that was really beneficial and some more officers that I really appreciate and enjoy. And I mean, honestly, it was really great. I mean, it would have gotten an A plus if it wasn't for the point scoring on some of these events, and also the just the ungodly ten day long ALBs. Okay, very good. Let's go to the community, Bubba Joe. Let's see, because I gotta be honest with you. I gotta be a little bit honest, Bubba. I'm actually surprised uh, that some of these grades are as positive as as they are. To be to be frank. As much complaining as we did about a lot of things this month, it seems like overall, at least our panelists here are feeling good about it. Let's check the chat, Bubba Joe. Let's see if our thumb is on the pulse. Lumaflux giving it a C plus. Captain Oblivious also giving it a B. Lube giving it a B. Divine at a B minus, as is RJ Hopper. Shinjo giving it a C plus. Prios, a B minus. Resurrection Hunter giving it a B minus. Smash Trek going with Ripper giving it an S. Uh, <laughs> Shepard giving it a B. Wambulance says boring as F and still gives it a B. Maybe I'm rubbing off on you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Data Chief giving it a C minus. Welch, B minus. Uki, a C minus. Uh, Udo giving it an, an O. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Uh, James T. Kirk giving it a B minus. Commander Taylor and Timster giving it a C. Bernard a C plus. As a matter of fact, uh, Bernard wrote something really nice for me. Let me read this. Uh, Bernard always really justifies his grades, but kind of like we do. I really, really appreciate it. He says Orion Syndicate uh, with officer sourcing and crew presets plus plus. Good storyline. I'm giving it a plus. Two pluses with the new research, especially for the Meridian. He says it changes the way he plays. A wider availability of cloaking gave him a single plus. Holiday event was a single plus. Special ultra recruit chest with three times chance of five of 11 and possibility of full pull. See, Bernard, I told people that that is not typical. Everyone told me I was crazy. All right. A 3x chest 
with an opportunity for a full pull is actually somewhat rare. People thought I was nuts for that, Bubba. Yeah, Jack. I always avoided the two times ones that I didn't want because it, you lost the chance. You lost that chance. Maybe they just didn't look into the information part actually, of it. No, actually, it was... Oh, you mean Scopely. No, Scopely confirmed it. Ripper and I spoke about it. We asked about it before it launched. They said, indeed, they were keeping the full pull opportunities, and I thought that was huge, Bubba Joe, but everyone told me I was crazy. Uh, the special refinery got a plus. Here are his minuses. The auctions for officers that already have good sourcing and been around for a year. Bernard, do you think Lorca has good sourcing? I mean, it's better today than it was three months ago. I don't know if I'd call it good. It was more of a Lorca auction plus. You know, here's some extra on top of... Yeah, because... Well, okay, so I see. You're talking about the officers that came with him, Tilly and, and Empress Giorgio. I do agree. But why is that uh, they're just icing. Major, I, I, I fail to see the reasoning why that is a major negative. I mean, if if the officers already have good sourcing, just ignore the auction. You could have, but I used the opportunity to get a tier. I got a tier out of all three of those officers, so I was I was down yeah, with that. I mean, sure, yeah. If you see the value, then go for it. But I, that's actually I mean, that's actually how I got Lorca. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And also got him to tier two. Good for you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I got him up, too. I, I, I would <laughs> like to see is the more, 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 uh, more, more of an explanation of why that is such a big negative. Well, we can ask him about it after the show. Group events got a negative mark, uh, especially over the Christmas holiday. Individual events would have been better, not requiring team play at the same time, especially over a holiday. I can get behind that one. Uh, and then New Year's events and rewards uh, were a negative mark for him. He's giving it a final grade of C+. A ton of good this arc. But the bad was pretty bad. Kind of washes out a solid grade. Thank you, Bernard, for your write-up. Jeep is giving it a B for boring. <laughs> Splatsu, though, giving it an A. So, uh, Bubba Joe, you might be coming in here and, uh, and disappointing some people if you come in here with a big old fat F. Uh, AK giving it a B plus. Syndicate was a major winner for him, the Syndicate tree. Uh, Mr. Wegg gave it a B minus, saying Turf Wars was probably one of the biggest negatives for him. Retro Hunter giving it a B, saying really the biggest detractor for me was overall event payout this month. Not so good. All right, I can see it. Uh, Captain Planet giving it a B minus. A Christmas arc. Nothing excited me for it to be a special month, but there was some good research added in. All right, Young Ducat on the other hand says for me it gets an A. It was a very lore-friendly arc and made the game actually feel like Star Trek, bringing more Klingons and now the Orions into the game. It's become more fleshed out as a real Star Trek property. You know, Bubba Joe, you are a lore guy. You're a narrative guy. I that am. seems like that should carry some weight with you, right? And it will. And it will. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's see if we can... Where's Truck and Chick? Truck and Chick, come on up to the stage if you're able. Truck and Chick giving it a D plus, and I'd like for you to offer your perspective there. Oh, here she wrote uh, too many armadas, too long of ALBs. Turf Wars was terrible, and the rest of the arc was really boring because it didn't change anything on our server. Holiday events very lackluster. I found very little positive here. Okay, so Truck and Chick giving it a D plus, Bubba Joe. Maybe you're not alone. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Um, okay. Wow. Big Bad Ed in a drastic turnabout, giving it an A, Bubba Joe. He's usually very critical of me. 
Big Bad Ed giving it an A. Good around, a good all-around arc. Some errors, but corrected quickly. Rewards average, but creativity in the arc, pretty solid. Okay. Very, very nice. Bubba Joe, I'm going to give you the final opportunity before I give my final grade. Bubba Joe, your final grade for Duality Part 3, December of 2021, the last arc of the year. What say you, Professor Joe? So there's a lot about this arc that was that was useful and fun. The impulse speed, the warp speed, and the protected cargo from the Meridian. All, all of those, fantastic. As I also said, I felt that the uh, improving of your officers uh, to spending it, I felt that event rewarded well and was very, very simple and fun and useful. But it's hard to ignore and discount 14 of the 20, 21 days of the arc being this overarching event that was just bad. That was, in my opinion, it was such a terrible had a bad effect on the server was the events did not reward well and like that was the point of the arc that was the big thing that was supposed to drive people to be participating in this arc um we also had too many armada events which we didn't really talk about in the event but there's just too many armada events uh and and we need to either scale back or increase armada sourcing uh that's something we've talked about before so uh i in, I, I really would love to be able to give this a better grade because of the research they've added and the improvements there. But the events, they haven't scaled G5 rewards. The other rewards were down. It just felt like they take a big step back. So I'm giving this a D plus. D plus. <clears throat> and I can get behind that. I understand your perspective on that. A D plus from Bubba Joe. And again, do keep in mind, that a lot of our panelists are here for a specific reason. They're here because of the perspective that they can provide for players in their ops range, right? Bubba Joe is an ops 53. Did you hit 54 yet? Are you still 53? We lost Bubba. Bubba Joe. I uh, ran into a I ran into a material wall. I'm not going to make 54 before the next arc starts, unfortunately. Okay, so ops 53, but things are changing up there. Okay, things are listen. Things were were pretty rosy there for a minute. Uh, it's starting to tighten up. I still think that the path is probably better than what G4 was early on, but a lot of players are starting to run into this wall that that is going to take them a lot of time to overcome. So you know, on the other hand, Karkin. Uh, providing a, a perspective from a lower ops, as is Truck and Chick. Uh, it does surprise me a little bit with with Chick's grade uh, because I felt like the optimum ops range, I think, this month was like 38 to maybe 42. You know, uh, we got epic cloaks, for example. Free, free epic cloaks. So, you know, the opportunity, for example, that I've been waiting for is to get a, you know, pick up a cloak for my auger. I had that opportunity this month. Uh, moreover, Bubba Joe, a cloak for an enterprise. If somebody's got an enterprise, uh, that was a paid pack a month ago. And here it is, grindable for free. That is a drastic turnabout as compared to previous paid-only content. It usually takes six months or a year, right, for them to come around and offer grindable uh, paths towards previously paid-only content. This was a pretty quick turnaround. So, you know, listen, you may not like cloaking, but the background decision 
to not hold a paid-only feature so daggone tight to the vest, I think could be a glimmer of hope, Bubba Joe. I think it could well, possibly hopefully. be a ray of sunlight for other features to become grindable in the future. So, and, and listen, regarding whatever your opinion is regarding lore on the Enterprise, my point is it was paid a month ago, and now it's free. Well, grindable. All right, so I think that that is important. I personally enjoyed Turf Wars. We've talked all about it. I enjoyed Turf Wars on my server because it was participated in probably differently than a lot of your servers. That said, as I mentioned earlier, for 10 minutes, Bubba Joe, it's irresponsible for me to discount the overwhelming gnashing of teeth that Turf Wars represented to a majority of players in this game. Rewards were definitely not as good as November. We hoped that they would be, but they did not end up being. And according to Scopely, this was a natural result of a lighter calendar. I will always endorse a fuller calendar. And there were a, there were a couple of things this month, Bubba Joe, that really rubbed me the wrong way with regards to numbers of events. For example, ticketed events, not enough. And how many people were aggravated about the first ever 48-hour Parabellum or Jelly Bra or whatever it was. First time ever. All right? I, I strongly advocated. Karthak says that was nice. I strongly advocated for them to split that, Bubba Joe, into two 24-hour events. We've never had 48 hours for a Parabellum. And, and when I'm no, looking at the calendar, when I'm looking at the calendar and I see Parabellum over two days, I'm thinking, score. Score for the rewards. Parabellum twice. That's not how it played out. We got a 48-hour. Uh, it was Jelly Brawl. Okay, sorry. Jelly Brawl. Either way. Well, if it was a Jelly Brawl event. Yeah, if it was a Jelly Brawl, then it wasn't a two-hit event. That one does require 50 no matter how you go about it because it's kills. Kind of like your Swarm, uh, Swarm Sunday. It requires 50 kills. But still, it's always been a 24-hour event. I was thinking double rewards. Double the event. And this was another Absolutely. example of them scaling back on the quantity of events, Bubba Joe. Yep. So I was a real, I was really uh, against that. On the other hand, I do love the creativity this arc. I loved. Uh, I, I'm impartial on the the two rare officers. I love Grush. I'm using Grush every single day. He is a fantastic officer, and I praise the syndicatry, and I praise its sourcing, and I praise its longevity. I praise that it is free to play and and pay to accelerate, Bubba Joe, not pay mm -hmm. to access or pay to acquire. I'm a huge fan of that. For all those reasons and probably a bunch more because I'm running out of music bed here, uh, for all those reasons and, and plenty more, I am actually giving uh, – I'm going to surprise you guys. I'm giving this arc a B-. minus, A B- minus <clears throat> because I, I like Bernard. I feel like there was a lot of good things, Bubba Joe. Uh, and there were. There was a lot of good things, things that don't deserve to be ignored. Research uh, was huge. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the research. I fundamentally, all right, and I want, if the ARC runner listens and or cares, I want you to know I meant every single word that I've spoken to you all month. I truly believe that you are a winner. I believe that you accomplished something in territories that no other arc runner has been able to do since territory came out. 
However, beyond your control, there is a fundamental core problem with territory capture. And I don't think you or any other arc runner are going to be able to overcome it until the engineering issues can be addressed. That said, I praise the event, Bubba Joe. <clears throat> I praised it to the arc runner, and I maintain the words that I spoke to this person because um, at the end of the day, it did accomplish something that nobody has been able to do thus far. And it might not have been across the board, and it might not have been for 100% of players, but it did move some people, and that is more than Scopely has ever done with territory capture. That said, <clears throat> everybody really largely hated it, not because of the event per se, but because of the technicalities of territory capture. So it does have to be a negative impact on my grade. Reward payout, while I understand why it was lower, Bubba Joe, I, it's still like, you know, hey, you give me two cookies for dessert tonight, and tomorrow I only get a half a cookie. I'm, I'm grumpy when I get the half a cookie, you know? Right. So <clears throat> there, there you go. B minus for DJs. Anybody surprised by that? I feel like some people are surprised. I am. Hmm. Well, a B minus for you feels kind of like an F. <laughs> Stop it. It does not. It does not. <laughs> you guys are silly. All right. Uh, I guess it's time for hints. Let's do that. Because uh, I don't know what this show is going to end up being. Multiple hints? I don't know what. What? <laughs> I don't know what this show you is going to end up being in length, uh, but it's probably going to be something Snake Eyes doesn't like. You, you said plural. Hints. I did say hints. Today is Sunday, right? Or is today Wednesday? Today is Wednesday. Oh, you know. then I only have one hint. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Sorry, I only have one. I only have one. I can't break the format, guys. I can't. Nope. Sorry. No, you I'm not. Yours and then you had rippers, you're not. Right? Yeah, so you're not convincing me on this. All right. No, I'm not. Don't pull a form on us. Nope. One hint. You did say you were going to read mine. Yeah, I'll read Rippers. That counts as my second. All right. That counts as the second one. Yeah, I just scopelied you. I, I dangled an event, Bubba Joe, and I pulled it back, and nobody gets the rewards. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. It's Wednesday. For some reason, I was thinking it was Sunday, Bubba Joe. No, it is. It's Wednesday. <laughs> Do, do you often have to go pick up Oliver from daycare on Sundays? No, you know, it is, at this time, it is Thursday. It is Thursday for some people. Yeah, sorry. All right, so uh, Ripper's hint that he gave is that it uh, – you know what, Ripper, you read it. I don't want to get it wrong. It's a very complicated cerebral hint. You guys uh, listen carefully. Ripper with his January I, hint. I don't know what – which one are you talking about? I gave like – You're very – what? You told me you didn't give that many. Okay, go <laughs> – go with the traditional – it starts with uh Oh, oh, that one. Okay, it starts with an A. Starts with an A, everybody. And just, just to clear it up, it's a single word. Okay, just to make it complicated. All right, there you go. It starts with the letter A. And it is a single word, he says. So you're actually getting a, an extra hint inside that hint. All right. There you go. So there's represent. I've got one for you then. Well, you know, golly, I wrote two, Bubba Joe. I guess I'll just have to save one for next time. That way, next time, I only have to write one. All right, here we go. Hmm. Gosh, which one to go with? I tell you what. Bubba Joe, I'm going to... No, I'm not giving you two. That would violate... 
the whole clock system we've got for listen you guys don't realize okay you guys don't realize i give you a hint every time between the arcs that is a hint to the next arc like bubba joe has laid it out i can't i can't break the pattern because then you guys aren't going to be able to trust the timing of my hints Okay, right, Bubba Joe? You know when I give right. a hint mm -hmm. versus when I give two hints what that means. Correct. So tonight, I can only give you one hint. And Bubba Joe, I will let you choose A or B, one or two, red or green. You pick. Uh, oh, I want the blue pill. All right, he wants the blue pill. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, your hint towards January's 2022, the first arc of the year. Here we go. Officer sourcing has long been a convo. The community and Scopely have gone to and fro. But earlier this year, Scopely promised more phases. So this next month is your chance to directly acquire some highly sought after faces. Bubba Joe. Now, there's a there's a hint or two inside that hint. I'm not going to break it down, but I, I bet I can count on you guys to do it. Because there is a hint within the hint. Officer sourcing has long been a convo. The community and Scopely have gone to and fro. But earlier this year, Scopely promised more phases. So this next month is your chance to directly acquire some highly sought after faces. All right, that was your blue pill. Can I, um, can I, can I nitpick, nitpick this one just, just a tiny bit? Of course. Go right ahead, Bubba Joe. Tell us what it means, and then we'll start you giving do, away some prizes. You do realize we are only five days into this year. So earlier this year, Scopely promised more phases. Oh, for the love of Pete! <laughs> <laughs> earlier, earlier last year. <laughs> You could just Sorry, say I, last year then. I should have just said just last, last year. year. <laughs> yeah, last year. There you go. All right. No, Luke, this is awesome. Luke That's says, exciting. let's try the red one. All right. I don't know. <laughs> also, um, for, for anyone that was still here while EJ was away, it may have something to do with what I um, may have. Ooh. Slip. What did you let slip? All right, read it now. Everybody's everybody needs it. Come on, Rip. Don't be holding out on me. I don't know. I don't remember the exact wording. So. <laughs> I don't remember the end. He says. Uh, okay. All right, fine. Is anybody is anybody going to give me this I, hint, Bubba Joe? What did he What's he talking about? Uh, so uh, what Ripper said, uh, and I'm going to paraphrase and hopefully not screw it up too terribly bad. Uh, was that there would be a new way to get something we already have the ability to get. Is that what you're referring to, Ripper? That's how I, it's tied I together? Said, no, I said something that we already have, not... Something, something you already have, yes. I am very confused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. DJ is always confused. I have no idea I know. what any, the only one. any of that means. Uh, so we're going to have to break it down. We're going to have to figure it out, or we're just going to have to wait and see. Time to make some winners uh, down in our Spamit room. All right, down in the Spamit room. Oh, yeah, don't forget. Hey, by the way, don't forget, 
You've only got three days left to convert your ship skin shard trackers. I probably should have taken a second to explain, Bubba Joe, but I think we did so in our announcement. Long story short, if you paid and placed in an SLB where you were awarded ship skin shard trackers last January, February, and March, then you're gonna want to exchange those. It's in your gift section. All right, DJ Gurr, you're only going to get it if you have shipskin shard trackers, okay? If you don't have any, or if you already have partial blueprints to the actual shipskins themselves, or even the jelly skin, like none of that is what we're talking about. We're talking about shipskin shard trackers. If you have those, then you can, re uh, you can redeem those, and you want to do that in the next 72 hours. All right, because if you do not, then you will lose a great deal of value with those. This currency, Bubba Joe, is being retooled. It will be used in upcoming content, but its value will be less than what it was before. So, for example, this is like, let's say you got 40 out of 80, Bubba Joe. All right. It's worth half. But after this cutoff, it ain't going to be worth half anymore going to be worth a lot less okay if you have them then you should redeem them in the time you have left they will be used in future content they will not be worth as much to answer the question in the chat if you already have all three of those ships stratalorian then i guess you just hang on to them they will have some value but not the value that they got today but obviously Technically, the value that you have right now with them is zero because you've already got all three ship skins. You just found out the money in your pocket's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's worth, le worth less than I thought. Oh. All right. Yeah, Smash Trek in the same boat. I got 20 jackers left, but no ship to spend them on. Well, go ahead and keep them. You will be able to use them, but they're going to have a, a significantly diminished value when just they are reintroduced. Just, just to be clear no ship to spend them on if you just don't have the ship it might be worth spending them on the thing on the skin itself you don't, yeah, yeah that's that's thing. true do just, keep in mind you know now you have to you have to activate no you just have to unlock it right so listen maybe you don't have all three of those epic ships maybe you only have two but acquiring the skin will still give you the benefit do they have a benefit they do have a benefit, but aren't they ship specific? I think this may not be this may not be sound advice. <laughs> Let me check something. No, here. you you should. I mean, it is ship specific, but still, you might get the ship at some point. You know, who knows? Let me look. Um, nope, that's cloaking. Dag on. Okay, here we go. Ship skins. If I'm looking at the D7 for the D4, for example. Yeah, it's specific to that ship. It's specific yeah, to the G3 uh, Epic. I wasn't, I wasn't even referring to that, but you might get the ship at a later time. Yeah, you could build and it later. Absolutely, so, that's certainly possible. So, listen, I mean, if you already own all three skins, you know, whatever. All right, but if even if you don't have all three ships, you could still get the skin in case you acquire it in the future. You know, that may, that may be prudent advice. I'm just saying that they will be worth a diminished value once this window closes. All right? Uh, it's not very often we Wait, see scope. You need the ship to have. No, you don't. Do, do you need the ship to see the gift, Jess? Do you? You didn't before. I don't know if you do now. No, no. It's showing no. all three. Yeah, it's showing all three. So there, you, there you go. 
Um, all right. Anyway, okay, back to games. We're way over on time. All right, spam it room. And, uh, yeah, I guess we can reset it. This would be a spam it. It's our Battle Pass giveaway and our New Year's Eve extravaganza. we got 1,200 people registered in here. Fantastic. So we're drawing 11 tonight, Bubba Joe. Well, here we go. Spam it. Pick. Hopefully the bot doesn't shut down on us. Good luck, everybody. 11 prizes. Uh, Truck and Chick, let's do our Battle Pass first. Five winners of the $20 Elite Battle Pass Unlock Pack. All right, here we go. The first one is Dragonborn. Congratulations to you on server nine. Chef Ben on server 10. Congratulations. Tom G, congratulations to you for winning a, ba a Battle Pass. Bulbasaur, congratulations to you. And Warm Glow, you guys have won a free Battle Pass in the month of January 2022. Now, we have five more winners, Bubba Joe, who each get to choose a chest out of our prize closet to be awarded a prize, all right? It might be something small, might be something awesome. You never know. I did award 25 blueprints to a G3 epic or lower to a level 46 this past week, so that was cool, all right? <laughs> you don't know, you might want to scrap it again. Who knows? All right, five winners. Here we go to a prize out of the stash for our New Year's Eve extravaganza. G-Force from server 152. Congratulations. Colleen, 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 Colleen. I know that's not the actual name, but that's just immediately what popped into my head. Uh, let's see. Tough Cal on server 57. Congratulations to you. Frozen Major from server 150. And... Agdahax on server 132. Congratulations to you. Five winners of a prize from our stash. And lastly, Bubba Joe, the very final drawing right here. Winner number 11 wins 500 G3, G4, or G5 uncommon materials of your choice of flavor. And that winner is going to be Skippy. Congratulations to all 11 of our winners. Congratulations to all 11 winners. Uh, I am now going to lock this room, all right, because we're not going to reset it until everybody has had a chance to respond, okay? We want to make sure that everybody's had a chance to respond if it happens, Bubba Joe, that somebody does not answer. Then we'll come back in and we'll draw a backup winner. And let's face it, there's 11 players in here, so the odds are decent the odds are decent that potentially, possibly, we might end up drawing a backup winner. All right, so the room is now locked, and there you go. Congratulations. The winners must PM me with their player ID, and uh, hopefully somebody, maybe Truck and Chick or Steven Darren, can get me a list of the winners because I can't keep track of any of that. Bubba Joe, thank you very much for being here. Episode number two of 2022. I've been wanting to say that all night. Episode two of 2022 is in the books. Bubba Joe, thank you for being here. Appreciate you, man. How you Thank feel? Thank you, DJ. Good show? You know, I, I think it was a good show. I think we had a lot of good conversation. And I think the biggest takeaway is we'd like things to be a little better. We would always like things to be a little bit better. Absolutely. Scopely, thank you uh, for being receptive to our feedback. Hope you take our grades and take the conversation and do something wonderfully, positively amazing with it. In the meantime, I would like to invite all of our listeners to visit our website, our new website, Bubba Joe, Season 3. Time for a new look, a new face. Ripper doesn't like it. <laughs> He's going to have to help me. I'm having graphic problems. Um, so maybe maybe I can get him to help me. Visit us online at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. 
dot com dot coms. <laughs> TalkingTrekSTFC.com where you can find a list of all of our episodes. You can find uh, our website and our links over to Amazon. You can find links to our YouTube where we've got some content coming for you here before too awful long. Be sure to check that out. Also, you can find a link to our Battle Pass or our Battle Pass. I was just reading Truck and Chick's message. To our patron program, Bubba Joe. Listen, stop giving Scopely money. Give me some money. All right, join our patron program at a level of $5 or more a month and you turn your name gold and you join the Hall of Fame, if you will. You join the Gold Patrons Club where you too get your name read out at the end of every show. And we thank these players very, very much for contributing to our Gold Patron program. I'd like to say thank you now to Gregor, JC, Chuck Sacron, Hank, I'm Beglin, Venkman, Big Country, Scott, Stevens, Aaron, Dark Lord, Ahab, Pookum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Berg, DJ Gert, Red Two and Hani, Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moser, Regis, Lady Kess, Engineering, Free Philly, uh, Hudson, Morpheus, Cam, Coulter, Z-Man, Jetski, Wingnut, CCXN, Fluffy Puma, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names, Rock, Raxnar, Striker, Jerry, Ryan, V-Ready, Indy, Dandy, Quack, Foo, Kingo, 101, Callas, Commander Taylor, Maztec, Damodarks, Blue Mandalorian, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock, The Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Crane, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Sentinel, Y-Man, Ripper Goes 24 Hours, Con Air, Iris, Jag, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, The Egger, Storm, Harshest Procedure, Lugga, Subcommander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Highway Empire, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn Clyde, Your Mom, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Berenzo, Seven of Nine, Lube, A Fox, Bills Mafia, E Rock, Midhead, Clueless One, Warren, Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Evil Dragonfly, Shady Pines, Lonely Wolf, Gopher, Counselor Q, Iron Chef, Yusuke, Nothing Better, Fistful, Jedi, Q Tip, Handy, Louis P, Hopes, Hammerhead, Captain Oblivious, Auto Obsession, Right Turn Clyde, Bake Lama, G Force, I Kill You, Bayonetta, Razahound, Garrick, JT, Baminkas, Cavacor, Colgan, Baba, Incoat, Bayonetta, Beaver, Beaver, Harry, uh, Dak, Ravager, Captain Andrew Stevens, Synchronicity, Poops a Lot, Barracuda, um, Sandcoffin, Zuzu, Tosh, Stormbringer, Bernard, Tagora, Liam, Anesius, Colby, Zach. I can't even read this one. Harlow, I think. Cruzito. Um, B-Mix. Jesse and Dusty Stammer. I'm struggling with these last new names, Bubba Joe. I need, I'm going to have to get handles. I'm reading emails. i got to get handles in here. Uh, thank you for joining our Gold Patron program at a level of $5 or more per month and supporting Talking Track, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your friendly neighborhood cat person, Sam Meow. For now, love you, me to catch you on the next one. See y'all, everybody. Good night.